no beer left behind i am brian and i am joined once again by my good boy frank down in austin frank how are you doing buddy hey brian doing well hopefully we'll be joined here by some special cast members soon since i think people have heard you and i go at it for going on a quarter straight episodes yeah it's been a while going on a quarter of content Uh, but you know what it's what the people really want we know we know um yeah, we've had some cast members with stuff happening that you know. I mean, gotta give them, gotta give them time. So hell, we took like a three week sabbatical, a couple like about a we month did. ago. So and it wasn't planned; it was just shit happened. Yep. Uh, but we're back uh, and happy to be here. Honestly, absolutely uh, as always. Yes, yeah. I mean, it's between this and like hanging out with my fucking family. Get out of here! Mm-hmm. I'm gonna be drinking online with my friends. That's mm-hmm. what I'm gonna be doing. <laughs> No, uh, I am happy to be here with you tonight, Frank. Uh, a special night tonight. This is the night before uh, my daughter's first day of kindergarten, so it's a big, a big day, a big, big like uh, nighttime ritual where we had to put jitter glitter under her pillow, um, which is supposed to take all her jitters away to help her sleep through the night. Now, I first words that come to first thing that comes to mind when you hear the term jitter glitter. Uh, witchcraft. You say witchcraft. I said cocaine. Um, <laughs> six one way, half dozen another. Honestly, you know what I mean. Um, yeah. So yeah, no, it's uh, it's been a fun night. And then tonight, I'm I'm drinking the first the first of probably many cans of Yingling traditional lager, uh, brewed right here in Fort Worth, Texas. So yeah, I'm I'm excited. I had uh, just just launched by the way. So. Technically, technically, draft only launched. Uh, packages available on the twenty third of August. Yeah. Um, I went out to Katie Trail Ice House this morning and had two beers at ten o'clock in the morning. <laughs> as it were, two twenty ounce schooners. And as other people were around me drinking, I was like, "Guys, I didn't know that Yingling sold forties." And they were like, "What?" And I was like, "Well, we all had two twenty ounce schooners of Yingling." And I was like, "That's." That's 40 ounces of beer, my friends. And they were like, oh, my God. I was like, yeah, we're day drinking 40s before noon. So congratulations. Yeah. We're all here. So, yeah, no, I'm I'm excited to be drinking this. Uh, I had flight as well, but right after dinner tonight. Flight is their answer to, like, Michelob Ultra. Got This shit is delicious. Is it, it is good? fucking great. Um, yeah, you know, it's interesting. Like, Yingling is a cult brand, right? So... It'll be, it will be interesting to see as they just become part of the sort of the, the day to day, there will be a rush to buy. Um, oh, people yeah. will enjoy it, but I always feel as though their branding falls kind of to the wayside. Um, and it, it is really dependent on that cult following to keep buying them well, for them to kind of remain in stores. Oh, they'll remain in stores regardless. The uh, price point of their brands keep them in. Will always keep mm. them in stores because I mean they're fair enough. They're a craft brand that's priced with the big three. So yeah, uh, that that's yeah. I, I've never 
never not enjoyed Yingling. I just think it's um, it it's a cult brand. Like it's it's there are for sure better beers out there, um, but for the price, it's good beer. Um, it's consistent. It'd be like if, uh, well, it's not quite that way. Well, I was gonna say, I mean, like, there are there better brands. Yeah, sure, but I don't think there's a better amber lager made in America. It's fantastic. I don't think. Uh, I mean, as far as light lagers go, there that's probably one of the best light lagers I've ever had. And uh, if I'm spending with Craft versus, you know, one of the big three, I'll go with Craft. But again, yeah, I mean, also okay. On, so on the light lager front, I will say I do like Firestone Walkers. Well, yeah, I think it's delicious. That is a fantastic lager. Um, different beast altogether, though. It is, but I mean, no. So I mean, I mean, I mean, I think they they are a good beer, right? Like they're a good beer, and um, it will be interesting to see now that they're mass produced how big of market share they take. I, that's all I'm kind of like looking at is like, so how often are people going to go back to that? Because you got to remember now in Texas. Um, even though they don't directly compete with them, Altstadt is massive. And Altstadt has some really high quality for really decent, reasonable prices. Now, it's not as cheap, but... Um, I mean, so to put it in perspective... It's going to be interesting. That's so all to, I'm saying. It's so going to be interesting. To put it in perspective, uh, so Yingling is the number five largest craft brewery in the United States. Um, behind three like giant conglomerates and one behemoth, it actually might be the largest craft brewery in the United States. I bet it, that's not that has no other shareholders. I bet that's true. Um, the other weird thing is it's only available in 22 states. Which, granted, let's be clear about the 22 that they're available in. <laughs> there's some like, heavy drink in 22 states. There's some, yeah. I mean, when you're available in Wisconsin, Pennsylvania, New York, Massachusetts. You've pretty much got a third of alcoholics covered. Yeah, and then when you, <laughs> those that you missed, you got when you opened up in Florida a few years back. Exactly, exactly. Uh, no, it, but I mean, they're like a number two draft brand in the United States. That makes sense for the price point. Makes and, total sense. And like to the point where like there's a joke going around that if you go into any bar in Pennsylvania and you ask for a lager, they're going to give you Yingling. And I was like, I feel like that's a... I feel like that's it's a little bit angled, okay? Like you're already no, but I don't even up. think that that's a joke. It's 100 percent probably true. Yeah, it turns I, I out it's true. Yeah, it turns out it's yeah. fucking. <laughs> it's. I mean, if you way. if you think about it, if you're gonna go into Wisconsin and you ask for a lager, it's gonna be a Miller. Like that, that's just what they're gonna pour you, um, unless you specify. In which case, you know, they have their own craft brands down there that that that'll. Yeah, I mean. It's it's no different than whenever you ask for an amber and they pour you a shiner here, right? Like, well, it's if kinda, you ask for an amber, if I ask for an amber and they pour me a shiner, we're gonna have a fucking problem because an amber is not like shiner is not an amber, nor is shiner a bach. But we'll go into that at a different. Time. Okay, but I, I think shiner bach is probably as close as you'll get to a craft mass produced amber in Texas. Not an amber. Sorry, <laughs> I understand that, but. Uh, in any case, so yeah, that's cool, man. Yeah, so Yingling launched uh, draft wide or draft wise, and then uh, it'll be statewide in cans on the 23rd. Yeah, right? it's, yeah, Monday the 23rd okay. is when they launch for all that. Cool, which I mean, it's that's a massive launch, that is not cheap. You, um, you, we can talk about it off air. It is fucking, it's nucking futs. Yeah, I can only like the only the only thing that I could imagine, and I think I said it last cast being bigger 
or as big is gotta be Coors. I don't think there's any other yeah. brand that has expanded with this following. Yeah. Um, that even comes remotely close. I, I would like, I understand it's not the same, but in the craft beer world pre, you know, like Coors being craft back in the day and Yingling and whatnot, I feel as though maybe the one brand that had a big following before they came places, there, there might be two of them. Um, you might be talking about Sierra Nevada and Firestone yeah. um, for, for craft enthusiasts. Dude. I'm not talking about your daily barbecue drinking. No, no I, I completely agree. When Firestone launched in Texas, it was a fucking massive deal. Mm -hmm. um, but it was, I mean, it was like 2012. That was peak craft shit uh yeah sierra nevada when they would launch places they, they had a similar rollout because they had such a big following on the west coast and when they started expanding east and they were one of those that kind of jumped they yingling is really the last holdout of contiguous uh distribution where they will not launch in a state unless they have bordering states they distribute to already it makes sense the I mean, trucks cost money man i mean over the road trucking is not cheap i mean they bought a fucking giant defunct lager brewery in florida and that's how they were able to build that distribution for florida mississippi alabama and louisiana and that makes total sense and there's no yeah. reason i mean it, this is a cash business we've talked about this with all the breweries going under if you don't have operating capital for an extended period of time yeah, uh, you are asking for trouble because this market ebbs and flows. Yes, COVID was good for some brands, but COVID was horrible for other brands. Yeah. Like specs wouldn't bring in craft brands that didn't have X amount of sales because they didn't want to sit on it. Yeah, I was gonna say they're taking they're also taking away space from brands that sell three, four, exactly. five times faster. I and mean, specs is one of the most ambitious liquor stores you're gonna find. They will bring anything in. Um, if it's interesting, if it tastes good, if their people approve it, but they were, they were holding out. They yeah. like, they were, they were like, yeah, guys, I mean, this is good. Um, a, I don't know how much you're going to be able to supply because COVID Yeah. and B, I don't actually know how many, we can't do tastings. We can't do X, Y, Z. So we, we've got to sell what we have to the customer. So I bet Yingling even had to consider what their launch cycle was going to be like based on COVID because you can't, you need to have reps in the store. You need to have people pushing yingling. And yeah. if specs isn't having tastings, you're fucked. Like you can't, you can't launch a brand unless you have people in front of people talking about it. Um, e even though yingling is a cult brand, you still need people on the streets. You need that marketing strategy oh, yeah. to hit the streets. Oh yeah. Well, I mean, it's, they, they're, I mean, here, when you talk about it being a cash business and expanding, you know, intelligently, like there's a reason they've been around since 1829. Like there's a reason they survive fucking prohibition. Like, yeah. They, they do things as correctly as possible. I don't know. I very impressed with the product. I was skeptical of like, oh, okay. It's being brewed in Fort Worth. Let's taste this thing. Fucking amazing. Really goddamn good. It really it also it's, it's actually really awesome that they brew it in Fort Worth. Yeah. I would be really concerned if that beer was being cross country trucked. Well from again, one Florida the, or Pennsylvania. But one again, they, one of the reasons they did they don't expand unless they have contiguous distribution because if they can't guarantee the quality, they're not sending it, which again I respect. I mean, that's the same reason that Sierra Nevada and New Belgium both opened uh, breweries on the other side of the United States 
because they want the East Coast, their East Coast drinkers to have the freshest product that they can get them, which is yeah. like the literally the bare minimum you can ask for from a fucking uh, from a brewer is like, give me the best that you have the way you want to drink it. That's the way I want to drink it, too. And when they come through with it, like you can't be upset if it's not a style you don't like or uh, you just respect it. Respect, man. Uh, that's uh, I don't know. I'm I'm pumped about it. I'm also on my uh, second traditional lager because I'm trying to drink my emotions away because I have a fucking school aged child now. It's really tough to deal with, man. I'm not even gonna Dude, lie. You should be stoked. She's about to learn so much, and that shit is exciting. You're gonna get to catch her up on stuff that you know. Like, oh, I get to flex on her. Be like, oh, you think two plus no, two is no, hard? No, 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 no. You <laughs> oh, get okay, to help okay. her along the path. Like, oh yeah. Th- th- I think I think. Learning, honestly, is probably the coolest thing that humans do, and too many of us quit once we get out of school. Like, yeah, a lot of people are like, "Yeah, you know, I could pay someone to do it." Yes, you're right, you could, and and you should a lot of the times. Like, don't get me wrong, but the shit that I've learned just by fucking around with shit, um, you know, <laughs> trying to trying to fix something and failing ten times. Oh yeah, like. Learning is a it's a stimulating thing for for a human, and if all you do is stuff you know, um, you really need to kind of think about that. Because mm-hmm. a so this a, the reason I, I get to this right this point is this weekend I spent time with my Dominican family whom I have not seen in twenty some odd months. Yeah, um, twenty twenty three months. The last time we saw each other was September the weekend of my birthday, the 21st for my um, brother-in-law's wedding, 2019. And, you know, I've got a little brother and sister-in-law that are awesome and haven't seen them in two years. So we get back together and, you know, like the first couple hours kind of awkward, but um, we eventually, like I discovered, not discovered. I knew, I knew they enjoyed cooking, but they don't really do a lot of it. Um, they do some baking, but you know, like their parents eat out a lot. Yeah. Just like every parent who's busy. Yeah. So I spent the weekend like cooking with them. And whenever I cooked something, they would cook, they would cook it. I would just tell them what to do. Yeah. And we leave, uh, Sunday night, right. After I taught them how to make the sandwich. And it's like a, it's a, essentially it's a, uh, caprese with, uh, prosciutto mm-hmm. and it's it's a panini so you make it in the oven with the broiler and whatnot and use some good olive oil put some good mozzarella on and um, kind of bake that for a bit till the mozzarella browns a little bit then you put your prosciutto on cold put your tomatoes on cold you put your basil on put some uh, olive oil and balsamic over it and salt pepper whatever really fucking good sandwich yeah um and I, t- I taught them how to make it, right? And, and just because they really enjoyed cooking, I took each one of them through it. I was like, okay, you're going to make one. Let me show you how to make it. And then I'll teach the other one how to make it. I'm not going to like teach both at the same time, right? Right. And the, the questions that they asked were totally different, right? Mm-hmm. So um, the assumptions that they made were totally different. Just fascinating shit. Like we're only learning how to make a sandwich, but – like uh, Jose assumed right the amount of the amount of salt, and he got it right. Um, but uh, Sophia was asking about the salt, 
and yeah. and like the pepper she assumed he was like oh how much pepper so um he was he was doing the the olive oil and um he was spreading it out but I, t- I told him you could be aggressive with it, but he was still just kind of touching the bread. And eventually he like, I was like, no, no, man, you can really spread this olive oil out. You know, like it's little bold, things like that when bold, you're teaching. Bold move telling a kid they could be aggressive with the olive Absolutely. oil. Absolutely. With bread. I mean, dude, what are they going to do? They're just going to kind of smush it and then it's fine. Oh, I thought you were talking about the amount of olive no, oil. No, 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 no. <laughs> the amount was fine, but he was spreading it like it was like fucking. Oh, delicate. Like, delicately yeah. spread. So, okay. I, I mean, I guess what I'm trying to say is it, it taught me how fascinating like people learning stuff again, right? Like for the first time, not necessarily, we all go through the process where we have to look up something again because we did it before. No, no, this is like the first time that they had made a proper sandwich Mm -hmm. and I was teaching them how to do it and it was just different for each of them. Like their questions, their experience through the whole process, totally different, super cool. So I would encourage you, Brian, even though she is going into school, find those moments where you're like, holy shit, you know, like. It's not the learning that I'm concerned with, Frank. It's the, uh, her being around a bunch of other fucking weird kids and her like, I don't know, having to navigate public That's schools all learning. in general. That's all learning. Yeah, it's all learning until <laughs> you're fucking, like you're watching some fucking hoodlum jam crayons up his nose and you're like, what the hell is happening in my life? And then, She's questioning things. She's bringing those questions home to me. And I'm like, well, that's learning. You have to learn to stay away from that fucking kid because he's weird. Like, and, and weird, yeah, in, a, weird in a bad way, not weird in an interesting way, you know? Yeah, so, so that stuff is life, right? But I think the more fascinating part about it is school is going to teach her a bunch of shit and you get to be a part of it and you get to kind of, you know, walk her through some of the skills that she's not good at. And at points, you're not going to know the answer and you get to send her to people that know the answer. And the fact that you're willing to do it and parents of our generation weren't always willing to do it is already a much better scenario for her than anybody else, right? So that's the thing. It's like we have some stuff that we learned through our childhoods that, you know, for instance, Willem and I, if our kids struggle in reading or math we're gonna send them to kumon because it works <laughs> and and uh that'll be that right like you've got some you've got some knowledge to impart and that's that's exciting i can't wait for her to come home with something that i don't know the answer to you know what i mean i fuck i bet this podcast will be long and gone before that we get to that point you know what i mean <laughs> fucking genius that yeah, you are yeah please hey i was a mathlete in fifth grade okay or seventh grade sorry i was a mathlete okay at a state level they said brian you're smarter than the other kids in your grade so you're gonna come up to the community college and you're gonna compete in a math contest and i did and i got my ass beat by a lot of other really smart kids in oklahoma but you know what it taught me I'm still smarter than all you fucks back at home, and so eat my butt. And that's it gave, what you, it was. It gave you a bit of a uh, <laughs> ego complex. Uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> fucking goddamn it! Too early, too early, really. Yeah. Well, in any case, uh, good luck. Yeah, uh, no, I'm gonna need. I'm it. sure sending her off to kindergarten. Is, is she the morning session or the afternoon? Or oh, we're day? we're all day. It's all day. Woo-wee! Yeah, boy. 
Yeah. That is a commit. Yeah, she's going to learn more than you. <laughs> Shit. Shit. Ought to be. She. Uh, she'll be past your knowledge probably in about six months. Uh-huh. Six, seven months. Uh-huh. Well, what she don't know is I can Google without looking at my phone. So nobody tell her. <laughs> All right, we got Willem on the cast. Willem. What up? Sorry. Sorry for the dead air. Right away. No, no worries. What are you drinking? Coors Banquet. Nice. Ooh, yeah, that's a champagne of beers. No. No. Oh, it's the banquet of beers. No, Whatever. it's a party matters too. So I guess it, I don't know. It no, it doesn't. Wait, are you always matters? Are you actually always drinking matters. a Coors Banquet now? There's so much like I don't know. There's distrust in yeah. the air. Yep. Yeah, okay. I'm drinking a Coors Banquet. It's not the champagne of beers. It's the banquet it of beers. Doesn't matter, really. It does. <laughs> that those are the conclusions that were just drawn. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't. It doesn't. You know what I mean? It doesn't. It doesn't. Have you been, Villem? It's been like uh, we decided it's been a, an entire fiscal quarter since you've been on. Um, no way. <laughs> yeah, no. We it's looked. Been at, a while. I we think looked it's at been your pace slips. Looked at your pace slips. You're actually going to need to host the next <laughs> six podcasts by yourself in order to uh, uh, earn your pay for this quarter. Um, oh Lord! And that pay is zero dollars. For those wondering, uh, it's it's still it's got to earn his keep. How have you been? I've been well. Um, ish. I don't know. How has anyone been? You know, like look around. <laughs> yeah, I. You know, what I have enjoyed over the past few weeks probably has just been the fact that it's not stupidly hot outside. <laughs> it must be fucking nice. Yeah, it must be because it's been stupidly fucking hot up here. Yeah, I, I mean, from what we're expecting, it's it's like 95, 97, but for this time of the year, we're expecting 105, 110 almost every day. Or more around there right now. Yeah, gotcha. Yep. We got that for you if you want it. Yeah, we've been we've been unseasonably cool, and they're expecting rain again this weekend. So to be honest, in Austin, we have nothing to complain about weather-wise, but yeah, I mean, globally, you know, that report that came out recently that pretty much guaranteed three degrees of temperature rise unless well actually pretty much guaranteed it uh climate change isn't going too badly for you i can probably figure out what's going worse for you there's got to be something maybe the covid no yeah i mean covid covid's definitely a concern i just want to pause real quick thank you for listening to weather on the eights with frank (laughs) covid is definitely a concern i would say um we haven't really adjusted. Well, we've adjusted our lifestyle to how would I put it? Like we're still pretty much doing the same thing we did six months ago. So, um, it's a concern, but as far as like we're vaccinated, uh, everybody around us is vaccinated. It's just, you know, it would be more of a concern. I think if, if we weren't vaccinated That's okay well, there's a lot of children like your sister's children aren't vaccinated they can't be vaccinated sure so that's why we're still taking I mean, cool. we're, yeah we're still doing the same precautions right um, no i know that's i'm just saying like the overall picture on that is not too great right now no it's not right. it's not but i mean i think i think taking on the burden of you know 
that amount of stress versus managing what you can manage, which is your behavior. No, I'm not saying take it on. I'm just saying we're acknowledging these realities right now. Yeah, no, they're all real. They're all real. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not. Yeah. So th I guess that's what I'm trying to say, right? Like all of this stuff is not the best. Um, and we, we should probably try to handle them, you know, selectively as, uh, as time permits, right? Like for me, I can manage what I do during Delta variant COVID. I can try to encourage everybody to get vaccinated, but as you very well know, there are certain people in my family that just refuse. So I mean, there's not much that I can do aside from accosting them in a parking lot with a needle and giving them their first shot. Um, so you're saying there's a chance. <laughs> I mean, you know, like there's a responsibility to be kind of dealt. And that responsibility certainly doesn't go to the people who already got their first vaccine. It is very concerning, though, that it is affecting kids more. Um, and that's probably going to cause us once we have our kid to go into quarantine for quite a bit. Um, that's more of what I'm talking about. I'm not trying yeah. to assign the responsibility. I'm just saying that fucking sucks. Yeah, no, it's terrible. It's not, it's not fair, but in the end, and you're going to um, have to be careful at the hospital with your kid, you know, now, but because these fucking people yeah. are fucking around. Yeah. And, and it's, I guess it's more yeah. of a. Um, to me, it's a moral failure. Like it says more about the person that refuses to do it, um, you know, than anything. And and I do judge if if you if you at this point walk around in society spreading vaccine misinformation, like yeah, you you don't have to get the vaccine. I'm not saying you have to, but if you're actively advocating against it, um. I do have a problem with that, and I think it's ethically wrong. It's it's incorrect to spread vaccine misinformation. You can choose not to get vaccinated, just like you can choose not to get uh, Tdap or whatever the fucking vaccines are. You know, um, Sorry, any yeah, of those. Well, just pulling one out of the air. Well, I, it's just because I got that vaccine yeah, today, say. but um, MMR. You know, like yeah. hepatitis, polio. Fucking smallpox, polio, any of those. If 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 you don't want to get them, that is your prerogative. But right. you don't you so don't great. get to walk around spreading absolute falsehoods about the vaccine um, just because. Like that's the part that pisses me off more. Um, no, it, the the thing that pisses me off is them doing that, and then they walk around without masks and they spread the literal disease to other people. Sure, yeah. Because if I'm wearing a mask and they have the disease, it doesn't matter, like, that I'm wearing a mask. It can still fucking... Yes, know. I mean, I think there's about a 30% chance at that point, but... And they it, call it a breakthrough? It's not a breakthrough. No, there's no such thing as a breakthrough. Sick. It's just supposed to not be as severe. Correct. Yeah, we addressed that think, on the last cast, where think, yeah. the term the term breakthrough is, is an yeah. absolute misnomer. It's just a COVID case. Right. And uh, break breakthrough would be... Uh, if all of a sudden someone with a polio shot got polio, that is a breakthrough. Um, this is not a breakthrough. This is simply a uh, an mRNA immune response that had been trained, and no active live culture it's a virus of a was virus. even used. So, in any case, um, it'll be interesting. 
Yeah, all those reasons all that we those. just talked about are also the reasons that I'm drinking heavily tonight because it's just one more uh, thing that I have to worry about on top yeah. of learning and uh, socialization is the fact that my ki- my kid will be probably one of fucking four children in her class wearing a mask because she was the only one wearing a fucking mask when we um, went up for meet the teacher night last night. I thought I thought Dallas. I'm not in that. Dallas. Oh, he's in Little Home. No, I'm in Denton ISD. Denton. What? Denton doesn't have a mask mandate? What the fuck? No, because Denton's school board had a meeting, an emergency hearing last night, and a fucking school board member said, and I quote, is there any purpose of us, or is there any reason that we would even uh, require a vaccine because this is a genetically modified virus that's coming to attack, so what's the point of us getting vaccinated anyway? And a fucking public health official who I did respect personally and professionally didn't say a fucking word when he uh, was on the stand talking to the fucking count- the school board member. Uh, so, so, yeah, no, Denton is fucked. Uh, Denton is one of the few major school districts in North Texas not... Uh, they're staying in step with Governor Abbott's... Governor Abbott. Hot Wheel, Hot Wheel Abbott's fucking... Uh, mandate of like you can't require a mandate that you can't mandate which is like a double mandate I don't know how the fucking people who don't want big government are fucking big government I don't know it's fucking wild the world that we're living in is fucking infuriating Willem to your point it's fucking infuriating on a daily basis and I have gone past the point of coping with alcohol like I did this time last year Uh, now I'm coping with um, alcohol yeah it's really just alcohol I really gotta figure out a different mechanism here so so hold on any direction okay so um I live in Texas. I can't cope with the ways that I, I would like to on cope. A, on a positive note. Yeah. Um, let's get us back to positive. <clears throat> yeah, let's get us on a positive note. COVID's all negative at the moment. A lot of negative energy around it. A lot of bullshit happening. Um, I know, but it feels good for me personally. It feels good to talk to other people so that I don't feel insane and like I'm. Yeah, no, there's nothing insane true. about your 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 feelings around COVID. I mean, I think. Well, the, all of it. The, it's not just COVID. It's it's the climate shit too. Like. Yeah, but hold on, we haven't gotten into climate change yet. Now. We haven't gotten into climate change yet. I'm yeah, talking but all around. You know what I mean? I'm just saying in general. It's like the whole picture right now. Villem, yeah. Villem, I know what you're saying. Today on my yeah. way home, I saw a guy driving a motorcycle wearing a wrestling singlet, a motorcycle helmet, and Trumper stickers all over his fucking motorcycle fender. Okay, the world's yeah. going to hell. And so we just like wrestling singlet. Let's not. We should at least just like wrestling. because it's weird when you just keep going to work and keep interacting with people. And everyone is just the fucking same every time. And no one's talking about it. To me, it's really weird. To me, it's like, am I crazy? Like, is this because it is going to shit right now? You, I will, what I will say is, don't forget that you are living in Oklahoma. The people yeah. who surround you, while they may be like-minded in a lot of ways, are still living in Oklahoma. Well, no one's confrontational. Yeah, I mean, it's... It's Minnesota nice, but when it comes to a fucking deadly virus. Yeah. I I get that, man. Uh, Today, we had a rather large event, and I was the fucking mask Nazi of like, hey, dipshits, what are are we doing? 
what are we doing here? And uh, while I felt like a small fish in a giant pond of fucking turds, um, I still like what we talked about. Do what you know it will keep you protected as best as you, you know you can be protected, and and fucking keep going about your day. And at some point in time, I think that like I don't know. I don't, I don't know how we're supposed to feel about it, Willem. I yeah. No, I don't think I'm not. We don't have to know how we feel about. It. I just like it. It's just good to like share the experience a little bit. Yeah, I get that. Um, the mask thing, I feel like I get some looks sometimes. Like maybe I'm unvaccinated and that's why I'm wearing the mask, which just feels insane. But like it, the guidance right now is to wear a mask, right? Vaccinated or not? Yeah, I believe. Yeah, that's. I mean, that's the that's the best practice. If you're going indoors in places mm-hmm. specifically. Yeah, and so I've just been following that. I, I think that's the best you can do. And that sounds really shitty and like like flippant to say, but it's the goddamn truth. It's literally the best we can do. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm not. I mean, day to day. It is. Everything is the same, and that's fine, you know, for me. But, I mean, it does feel crazy. Like right? a fucking dystopian hellscape? Yeah. No, I'm yeah. with you. I'm 1,000% with you. Frank, did you get a new mic? Uh, oh, that's God. how you Jesus Christ. Now you're dating yourself. Wow. <laughs> this Hold has been on. a while. Hold on. Actually, I have I have something for this. Holy shit. Hold on. Where is it? Damn, son. Where'd you find this? <laughs> that's how old yeah. this is. This, this mic has been part of this cast for at least two months. Um, wow, fancy. Yeah, it's well, it's not too fancy. It's just um, it's a really good streaming mic for Twitch. And okay. I figured it would be decent enough over, you know, Google Meet to, to record. I don't be uh, don't besmirch the good name of Google Meet. I, I no, I'm like, not trying to. What I'm saying is, is the this is the X, what HyperX or something. Yeah, uh, it's it's same price as the Yeti Blue, but what they did that you'll see here. See how there's a port for your cord to go through, so it doesn't wiggle uh, and break yeah. the port. Yeah. Okay, uh, kind of a smart. Smart introduction uh, there. Much um, yeah, so I guess what I'll say is there's also a lot of positives to look at. And um, while there are a lot of dire things happening, um, we, we should all find some positivity every day, right? Because otherwise you just kind of besmirch yourself into this negative world constantly. Like there are things happening every day that we should be grateful for um, and we should enjoy. And it is it is important to talk about the negative stuff. I do agree. Um, I'm not trying to just to kind of like wipe that aside. Uh, but I, I do think everybody can find something every day when they go outside um, <clears throat> living their lives that they could be grateful for. And the way we get through this stuff is to talk about the negatives, but also find the positives. Because if we just constantly talk about the negatives... We end up kind of in the same place that the QAnon folks are. Whoa, and hold on. That's, that's hold not on. a positive. They right? are, they're negative. No, it's a made-up negative. No, I they're made-up negative. Right. Of, I'm not headed in any sort of... I am yeah. not... That's okay, not go ahead. Right go ahead. Now, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. And that's it. And I'm also not being propaganda too. And, and, I understand that. What I'm... What I'm so so you, you can get into a negative state of mind... That keeps it spirals. A negative state of mind, friend. Huh? I was handed a negative state of mind. 
Yeah, that's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is, is yeah. if if you're thinking about all of this stuff, it can get very overwhelming, and Impossible. we can all go, huh? It's impossible not to. It's lived experience. It's every single day. It's like there uh, in your face as you go out into the world. Okay. You have to wear a mask. You have to avoid crowds. You know. And like, yes, and you can you can be grateful that because of a vaccine, you're, like, you're able to interact with your friends and family, and because of a vaccine, your concern right. for getting COVID you're isn't quite right. as high. So. I never um, said any of that was wrong. I, I, I understand that. What I'm saying is, is, is in, in my mind, I twist it a little bit differently. And I'm just presenting that opinion um, in that you don't have to be over. It, to me, I'm not overwhelmed by it because I go, okay, I'm going to control what I can control. And that is my behavior. Um, and when it comes to climate change, I can only change my behavior. And I can be a proponent of changing laws, but I'm not the one making the laws. Um, so what I can do is vote for the right people. I can change my behavior at home, uh, try to use much less uh, uh, plastic-based products. Um, <clears throat> if I, well, I will be purchasing another car here soon, probably gonna look strongly at electric vehicles or, or some kind of carbon neutral type vehicle. Um, so like all of these things are, they're, they're overwhelming because there's nothing an individual person can do to change the narrative. It, it does not happen on an individual basis. This is where the government either succeeds or fails every single human on this planet. Um, climate change being the first COVID being a totally Trump created disaster um, the only reason COVID is a problem is because Trump politicized it from day one. If if he treated it as a virus that was going to kill people, we wouldn't be in the situation where people are doing fucking school board protests for masks and uh, okay, not wanting to life, take vaccines. That matters. All that matters is that we are sitting here right now and that this is the situation that we find ourselves in. And yeah, and we can all be sad about it, or we can. And no one is fixing it, and it's just not fucking going. And, and we're going back to school now. But that's not true. Mandates. That's fucking insane. No one's not fixing it. I think that's. Die. I think that's where we're incorrect. What do you mean? There are serious attempts to get people vaccinated. There is being pressure, pressure being put by corporate America on their own employees. No, but there are kids already going to school right I, now. I understand that. And and there are districts across this country in, implementing mask mandates. Um, so there's not nothing being done. And is it is it the level to where it should be? I, I don't know. Nowhere um, near. The answer is nowhere near. Okay, so so what you can do is go to your local school board and go protest for masks. Kamikaze for kids to be walking the halls of schools without masks right now. Period. Yes. End of sentence. Yeah. So if if your if your child is going to school, and you are comfortable with them going without a mask, that's on you. That is a personal decision no, you're making. That's not on you. Every single kid that dies because your child does that because they had COVID because you didn't do any screenings or anything and you're a uh, you're a asymptomatic uh, whatever they call you 
spreader who just passes the virus to kids unwittingly, those lives of the ones you kill are on you. Your yeah. kid going to school without a mask is what the fuck ever. Fuck your kid. I'm, so, so am I going to start feeling guilty for every kid going without a mask? I'm not asking you to do anything. <clears throat> I'm just saying that this world is fucked up and that's all of this is fucked up. The fact that kids are in schools right now without masks, spreading COVID-19 to other children and other families is fucked up. Sure. Period. That's all I'm saying. So I don't know why you're arguing with me then. I'm not arguing. What I'm saying is, 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 <clears throat> so this conversation started with this world is fucked up and everything's crazy. And all I'm saying is, is yes, that is all true. But when you process it through yourself, there are only certain things you can do and other things you can't do. And if, if you want to take on the burden of this stuff you can't do, go ahead. Um, it's not healthy. It puts people in a mental depressive state and a spiral that they don't need to be in. Um, you can control your own actions. You can control the way that you express your views in this world. You can control the way you vote. You can control the policies you support. That's what you can do. If you are truly this passionate about mask mandates, <coughs> go to the PTA meeting and go talk against these fucks who show up in droves to get mask mandates banned. And if you don't do that, then there's not really much to discuss here because they came out and no one else did. I so should, this should, is this I is should, this I, is democracy. Yeah, this is the point where I want to break in. The people who were protesting last night at the Denton School Board were not anti-maskers. They were asking the school board why they hadn't instated, like hadn't hadn't put in place a mask mandate, and were yeah. So then the school board vocally be, pissed that, that they hadn't put yeah. one in place. I I'm saying all of this to say that. Um, you, you can only use the tools at your disposal. That's all yeah. I'm trying to say. And, like, and sometimes, Frank, the tools at your disposal aren't enough. They're a fucking chisel mm -hmm. for a mountain, and it's fucking infuriating. To Willem's point, absolutely. Like, there are sometimes when you do, like the next person who tells me to just, you know, hey, wear a mask and keep going. There's a light at the end of the tunnel, brother. I want to stab him in the neck with that chisel that I'm taking down the mountain, but it's not out of hatred for the person who has a positive outlook. It is a distrust for anyone who isn't right behind me in line going, yeah, fuck this. And I'm just the kind of person that needs my reality acknowledged. Well, and, like, and that's, that's what it, that's what it boils down to. And Mrs. Brian is a lot in the same ways as you Willem in that like, Hey, you can be against me. Let me know you're against me. But if you're fucking with me, all the way, not hey, let's steer over here. And I get that. I also, Frank, my I tried to, uh, I do my best to control the controllables and fucking plan for the shit that can that can come undone. <clears throat> not everybody, I I don't even function that way all the time because there are some days where I fucking get home and I just want to fucking yell into the abyss. Everybody gets overwhelmed. That's not what I'm saying. Oh, it's right? not like, overwhelmed. It's simply whelmed with the reality that is around you. Uh, no, it's overwhelming. Not, it's overwhelming. I don't think it's whelmed. I, I think the first reality off, of first it off, is, is Frank, this shit is so much bigger. Don't step over it, my joke because whelmed is okay. not a fucking thing. It was a Whatever. joke. <laughs> but it's, it's, it's bigger than any one person, right? It's bigger than any one family. And 
I think I, to I, Willem's I, point, sometimes I'm instead fully... of instead of being the 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 white knight here, sometimes it's okay to be the person who's fucking grabbing a pitchfork and a and a torch and walking along with the person. But I don't have a problem with doing that either. And but the point like, is, I, th- I think that's that's what I'm trying to explain here is like I am so for the fact that we need to be at these school board meetings in fucking masses expressing the mask mandate. I think, I think Uh, Frank, it's important. Like, yes, that is important, but it's also important to acknowledge that not everybody has the bandwidth or the energy sure, or the the levels of like the capacity to take on these things to that degree. I mean, like some of us were handed situations that were, that were very overwhelming and adding on top these huge sort of apocalyptic feeling events can you know feel like even more additional which which this like just flat level everybody the same this is already a fucked up reality period like what went down from like 2014 2015 onward in this country so far has been something that has not been seen in this country maybe ever you know like i don't know it's just like so so i mean yeah it's good to be optimistic but i think it's also good to be like uh affirming and uh giving of space to people frankly yeah no i i don't i i i don't well i'm gonna say it brian hates it i don't disagree what i do say is (laughs) is you should understand that it is okay to lay down the baton in the race and let other people pick it up and go um, and not not have to feel like you have to carry all those burdens because some people don't have space for it. So if all you're doing is from the sidelines, um, you know, encouraging mask wearing, encouraging vaccinations, that could be, that's fine. I'm not saying everybody needs to show up to a school board meeting to be validated in their opinion. Um, what I'm saying is, is the parents who really feel strongly about this, that's what they should do. If you feel strongly about climate change, you know, we should all speak and vote in the same manner. But more importantly, some of us need to hit the streets. And if you're not in the position to hit the streets, that's okay. You should not feel an additional burden to go do that. You should be proud that people are moved enough to do it. And that will happen. This climate change report has already created several big movements around the world that will have consequences for governments if they don't respond. So um, I'm not I'm not trying to lessen the impact. I understand this is all overwhelming, but we all have these little jobs that we have to go to and little families we have to support and carrying all this additional baggage has emotional impact on all that. And we just have to be smart about what we take on and what we choose to not take on at that moment, even though we do support it, right? Like there are many ways to support that doesn't mean carrying a burden. It could be, you're donating 30 bucks a month to some movement that supports climate change agendas. And there's a lot that you can do that isn't, it it could be passive, but still impactful. That's all I'm trying to say. All I'm saying at the end of this, all I'm now saying (laughs) is that even asking a Matt, like even some of these, uh, you know, dramatic shifts in, engaging with people you know like normal behavior in life and whatever like 
asking someone to even do that, it varies from person to person, whether that sure. is a reasonable ask or not to an extremely wide degree. Like, but I, I think people should be given that space, right? Like that's, that's what I'm saying is like, right, but you're, I mean, you're talking about like, you know, you can, or you can't go to the school board and whatever, but like some people are already overwhelmed by that, you know? Sure. And, and, and there's, that's what I'm saying is like, there's no wrong way to support the message as long as you're supporting it. Yeah. Like there's no, you don't need to be out there in the streets fighting it out with a fucking climate change denier. No one, not everybody has that level of patience nor effort. Ugh. Um, and that's okay. But that's not so much fucking energy. There are, there's plenty of energy in Greenpeace. I don't think they, we need to worry about that. The, the conspiracy um, theorists have their own jitter glitter that they're taking <laughs> care of. That's a throwback joke. Listen back. To them. It is. It is. It. So I, I mean, I, I think, I think it is, it is up to everybody how they choose to interact and you should only take on as much as you can carry. That's, that's my message is like, we can all feel super overwhelmed by this. If we chip away at it person by person and you maybe do a $10 a month donation and that's it. Right. And I do a $10 a month and I go to the school board meeting and Brian goes to the protest, you know, like whatever people can take on is what they should take on. There's no purpose in driving people, you know, up the walls uh, with stress and whatnot to get this stuff solved because it's it, climate change didn't happen overnight. It's not going to be solved overnight. Um, same thing with COVID. This stuff doesn't happen um, sort of in, in, in these short cycles. I guess the, the freak out part about climate change is that we kind of only have overnight. You know, we only have eight years, correct. And there needs to be a big push. I think <laughs> I think people no, but people are the, the passion that they oh, show we'll have, we'll have our emissions halved in thirty We're not years. going to. And we're not going like, to. Boy, you have eight years. <laughs> and we're like, you know, I think thirty maybe, you know, twenty. Yeah. Like so it's it's so it, fucked. The boomers handed us a fucking shit sandwich and and we're going to have to make hearing it. And like, yeah. We're going to have to try to make do with it. I mean, I think our, our biggest um, opportunity near term is this three and a half trillion dollar budget. Uh, it has a significant amount of climate change legislation in it. The infrastructure bill has a ha cool. Sorry. That civilian uh, climate course. Mm -hmm. The one and a half trillion dollar infrastructure bill that just got passed has a significant amount of green energy stuff in it. Um, I know it doesn't seem as though things are moving. Um, the the three and a half trillion dollar COVID package had a lot of green energy stuff in it. Um, the Democrats are passing about what's it going to end up being? Probably right around six to seven trillion dollars worth of spending. Um, in an administration that they didn't think they could get a $2 trillion COVID bill through. Uh, it, 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 what Biden is doing right now is probably the most significant progressive legislation since probably Roosevelt. Um, so we, we should let him get through what he can get through, figure out where the, where the battle lines are drawn then. Um, because it's it's 
I know it's overwhelming. There is stuff coming that will put us in a significantly better position, but it's still not going to be good enough. And at that point, we need to know what to fight for, right? Like we can't go hit the streets and, and fight for electric charging stations when they're going to be all over the place based on this new package, right? Like it's going to sound a bit tone deaf. Um, so we need to understand where the fucking new line is. And we'll probably know that within probably six to eight weeks. And then, yeah, it needs to be as passionate as people are about this voting shit. Um, we need to be as passionate about that as we are about climate change, because without climate change being a significant you know, policy voting isn't going to matter in 40 years. Like we're going to be talking about total chaos. (laughs) But what about all the dark money and the huge super PACs and the propaganda machines like Fox news and even worse, like Breitbart and those spreading all the misinformation, fucking people's heads. Like what are we doing about that? I don't think there's much you can ultimately lead to actual votes. Yeah. I I don't know that there's much to be done about that. Unfortunately, like the first amendment is too broad to do anything about it, but I will say that all of that stuff um, is funded by ads. And when, when policy change and when you hear directives as big as this UN climate report, right. That is literally stating if humanity does nothing, we will be at five degrees by 2100. And at that point, the earth is pretty much uninhabitable, right? So when you hear statements like that, is it really going to be in a super PAC's interest to not pivot? Because it's it's all capitalism. No, 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 no. They quickly change too. They will. I promise you. Like when it comes to ExxonMobil. Well, you have a lot of trust. I, no, no, no. This is economics. Are you going to be the person that funded the end of mankind? Yeah, fuck yeah. No, they will not. They will not. They will not. I promise you. The way this will work. They just went to space. <laughs> no, fuck? no. This will be this will be the new space race. They're still like, fighting what? tooth and nail to not pay fucking taxes. Yeah, but taxes are a different. Taxes are different. Or living wages. Ta- yeah. Hold on. Those this are those day, are both man. different. Like those are both conditions. different. Those are both different. They're not profitable. That stuff directly it directly cuts the bottom line. This is a profitable well, venture. Frank, I agreed and with you up until you said like would they fund the end of humanity and then I was like Halliburton. That's right, Halliburton. Yeah, but they changed their and, tune even. Enron. So Enron. No, Enron didn't fund yeah. the end of humanity. Enron no, but they a, fucking put leaders in charge of it. Just a scam is what They're it like, was. Oh, I, can, I can have a colony in a fucking hundred years. Hell yeah, easy. Okay, so years, he, 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 okay, so I choose to believe that, and uh, maybe it's ignorant, but um, the, the, the profitability right? Sort of your cost incentive or profit incentive to, um, to move to green energy is already massive, right? So solar at the moment, if you build out solar, it's about two and a half cents a kilowatt. Natural gas is six. If you are building natural gas power plants, you're a fucking idiot. And they're not building them. They're building solar. Even, even in oil? oil is, is like 12 cents. Okay. So, uh, diesel generation is sixteen cents. Okay, What's the cheapest is natural gas the cheapest. No, solar is by far the cheapest. Well, I meant out of the fossil fuels. 
out of the fossil fuels, natural gases. Hamster. Um, hamster fuel is actually the cheapest, sir. So, so when you when you when you look at even the state of Texas, they're only building solar capacity. They're not building new natural gas unless it's super subsidized. Ninety nine percent of the projects out there currently are solar or wind. So these fuckheads are talking a big game, but they're actively not participating in that game. Same thing with coal. They're doing it for votes. So capitalism will move towards a lower end spectrum of cost. And whether or not the government supports it is the timeline. So what needs to happen here is a massive funding of solar power for the grid being built in Nevada, being built in the deserts of California, Texas, to fund you know, our, our conversion to green energy. That's what needs to happen wind farms in Iowa and Nebraska, it's already there. It's already cheaper than natural gas and it can be done. It's been proven to be done. Saudi Arabia is divested from oil when it comes to power capacity or power generation. They are a hundred percent renewable as of 2025, I believe. So they are actively going away um, from these things. So there is hope here. There, the, the economics for green has never been better. And oh, good. Hope it's not too little too late then. I, I, I don't know if it will be. I think science will speak to that. But I think if, if you are trying to make a push, you've never had a better argument than now. And it's only happened in the last five years to where solar is so cheap and wind is so cheap. So there, there is, again, there's green light if we're willing to push the government to do it. And I don't know if, you know... The oil industry is so fucking massive um, that it is going to be challenging. I'm not going to undersell the fact that that's challenging, but there's so much public pressure that's about to be put on all this shit. It's going to be interesting to see how they respond because they they can fund all of this. Like they could tomorrow go build all of this shit and get the grid off of natural gas, oil, everything. And they would make a shit ton of money in perpetuity into the future. We'll see if they're willing to do it. If they're not, there are plenty of entities out there with plenty of money that will more than happily do it. Why would Amazon not build a massive solar field? Oh, don't. No. Why not? Because that's an entire different ethical complex. I understand. But if you. I don't even want to consider the possibility, frankly. You're talking about people that could fund it. Who could fund it? Amazon, Apple, Apple Power. I mean, you're talking about people that need cash, billions of dollars. Um, it's unfortunate. That's how capitalism works, but it's the game everybody agreed to. I'm going to throw this <laughs> out there. Lockheed Martin. <laughs> where Jeff Bezos controls the entire... Got an idea. No, Y'all ready? These public utilities are defined and, and, and supported by the Supreme Court, so it'd be difficult. Sorry, go ahead, Brett. Nah, it's passed. I was going to make the joke, but it's... I don't want to... It's going to be weird and lame. Okay, let's do a beer count. Yeah, it's going to be interesting. Y'all just wait. It's time for a beer count. Listen to this track. Beers. 
Villain, what are you up to? <laughs> I've just had the one. I've had three. No, no, no. That's right. I, I, uh, oh. I had a couple Sapporos right before I got on. Now we're talking. Let's do that. Let's do that after dinner precast beer count. I'm down with that. Let's bring it back, baby. <clears throat> okay, uh, Frank, you're pouring. I, you didn't technically tell us what you were drinking to start the cast. I, I was drinking and Diet Coke. I I could I was gonna guess whatever you were drinking out of your loud ass fucking Yeti cup. Definitely had for sure had ice in it. Um, I, I apologize. No, it's fine. Clink. Hold on. Let me let me open mine up. <laughs> clink 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 clink. What are you drinking? Okay, so I would, man. I'll just vouch again. If you can get Spindle Tap, I've never had a bad beer. This is a new one from them that I've not seen before. I'm not sure if it's new or just new to me. Um, it's called the Hop Hopkeen uh, Double IPA. It, just beautiful beer. I is mean, it, I, I, is I don't know. Is its last name Elijah One? Hopkeen Elijah One? Oh my God! They're based out of that. They're based out of Houston. They're based in Houston, and it's a fucking basketball court. God damn it, Frank. That should have been pretty obvious. I didn't even think about it. Yeah. Um, (laughs) Yeah. So shout out. uh, Spindle Tap, if we go to Houston for a beer trip, definite, definite must hit. Their beer is so good. Hmm. Uh, They're probably the only ones that I think compete with Celestial Mm. in this Mm. state. Come on up to Dallas next time and find some Spindle Tap. And then uh, when you buy it, I want to bring up two words, electric jellyfish, and see what you think. Because if you think electric jellyfish is expensive, I'll send you a picture from Total Wine this weekend when I go. Oh, uh, Spindle Tap, regular. super expensive up yeah, there. Yeah, like that's unfortunate. $22 a fucking six-pack. No. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Anyway. <clears throat> In any case, they're a sm- much smaller brewery than Pine House. Okay. So let's be very clear about that. I'm glad that you think that. Okay, Frank needs some help on scaling brewery sizes and guessing, uh, guesstimating how 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 large they Wait, are. Wait, are they bigger? No, yeah, Spindle Tap. Yeah, fuck yeah, fuck yeah. Hey, listen, really? if they're, if they're getting okay. regular distribution in Total Wine in North Texas from Houston, my friend, they've got some distribution. Oh, okay. Pine House Fair doesn't. Enough. Pine House doesn't get outside of Austin. Now, they may yeah, get to Houston. Yeah, but that's just because they sell everything in Austin. Right? Ridiculous. Hey, you got it. Flaunt it, girl. I know you want it. You know what I mean? You can sell it down there. Sell it in your backyard. I'm on six. This is my sixth yingling tonight. Um, I don't know. I just decided to start drinking heavily when I saw the end of fucking civilization unfold on our podcast God this damn evening. damn it, you all. Uh, and then when I <laughs> saw the... Whether it was the breakdown of fucking... I'm going to mute him. I, whether it was the breakdown of fucking COVID in this country or the breakdown of a brotherly bond on this podcast. Uh, my God. I can't. I was uh, My faith in humanity was lost this evening. We're just passionate people. That's just how we... I blame my hangover tomorrow on YouTube. So I mean, we there was no breakdown. We had a very good discussion. It was real shaky there around lap four because I, I was Brian, Brian started playing FIFA heavily. That was Forza. I'm drinking and driving. Don't drink and drive. Seriously, oh, though. Ser- seriously, don't drink and drive. Only do it That's on Forza. Too fucking funny. Uh, um, I'm pretty sure. By the way, some No Beer Left Behind fans uh, found my shit on Forza. Because I got a ton, a ton, like 
I mean, when I say a ton, I get zero messages unless they're from Frank or from our buddy Kevin on Xbox Live. I got no less than 10 requests to race people when I was not on racing on, on Forza Horizon 4. So, uh, and for those of you who don't know, uh, I, I've said my gamer tag on this podcast before. I've also said my uh, like Forza tag, which is NBLB host. Which, obviously, that's why I named it that. Uh, but Forza Horizon 4 allows you to, uh, you know, request people, like, request a race, request to join their, like, basically the Forza version of clans, which is creepy. Don't, can we just talk about how you shouldn't address clans? Like, that shouldn't be a thing that you want to join? But anyway, I digress. Uh, oh, fuck, dude. Yeah, like, Call of Duty, are you just putting that together? Yeah. Yeah, that's, welcome, welcome to the... 19th century villain jesus anyway well i stepped aside for a moment (laughs) anyway uh got a lot of requests over there uh have uh i haven't played forza horizon 4 in a long ass time back to back to forza motorsport 7 through and through i'm a purist but frank you'll be interested uh my fifa game she i have fuck it i am like basically okay so i have blown out both acls in my uh creative player in fifa 21 okay both acls in consecutive seasons no less um i forced fc dallas to be a part of the premier league (laughs) sorry i couldn't even get it out anyway forced that to happen are they like traveling now Listen, FIFA suspend. It's they suspend reality because at one point I was playing a home game for FC Dallas, and then I was playing a champion or a uh, an FA Cup game in Burnley uh, two days later. So oh, I'm God. yeah. Could you imagine the jet lag? Uh, anyway, uh, yeah, we got this random Premier League team in the in, middle in of Texas. fucking Dallas. <laughs> hey, we have oh, Chelsea man. versus. Is this right? This is right, huh? FC Dallas. Why? Why the fuck are we playing here? <laughs> uh, yeah, no, it was great. Uh, but no, I, I, I for you know how you can force in old FIFA's you can just request a transfer or request a loan, yes. and they give it to you it's immediate. Well, FIFA twenty one, they don't fucking play around, my friend. You have to like beg to be transferred well, you just have to or keep on loan. Requesting it, yeah. And, oh, and heaven forbid you give up on requesting to uh, to be transferred, and you break down and go, "Oh, just request to be loaned out." You will be loaned out to the fucking hostile Worst team, hostile three team. You know, it's like some Eastern European fucking like iron block nation, like third tier football team. Like, oh, you want to play over here? No, I really don't. I, you can lose a kidney. No, I again rather not play football for not you. Not interested. Thank yeah, you. no, I'm good. So I spent two seasons turning them down. Get, get set, transferred, transferred finally to Valencia. Okay, respectable. This is 2025 by this point that I fucked around. Okay, so they've they've got they've turned themselves around. Um, yeah, no, blew up my ACL second game. Okay, not a bad, not a good look when you start when you start a team. Came back the next season, five games in, blow up my ACL again. Uh, now season three with Valencia. Now, Frank, I've got thirty three goals in like 
I don't know, three games or some shit. I don't know. It's it insane. Sounds like you need to up the, it, uh, the, the difficulty. difficulty. Yeah. But see, at the same time, Frank, when you say that, then I think about like, oh, I'm sending my kid off to a fucking public school where there's kids who are not wearing fucking masks and I know their parents aren't vaccinated. And then I fucking spiral into a goddamn abyss of I need to beat someone's ass. So it might soccer. as well be. So might as well be fucking. Getafe. Yeah. <laughs> I was gonna. I was gonna say Legantes or Levantes, whatever the fuck it Levantes, is. Levantes. Yeah. yeah, no, uh, it's good. Oh, also, and I'm sorry. I know this is fresh wound for you, but in the 2024 season on FIFA 21, Messi retires. Mm. Um. So, and he was with he was playing with Barca at the time. Yeah, so he'll be back. He'll be back. Hey, listen. Um, I, I've seen the I've seen the doomsday scenario conspiracy theories that will put Messi back at Barcelona before the 2022 season starts. Yeah, I don't think it'll be before then, but I, I I can see him after 2022 coming back. I think he wants to see how the project goes. Um, but to be honest, um, that is definitely an open wound. I do think the Barca team... Sorry, not sorry, this Frank. ...this year will be pretty interesting. We do have a lot of talent, and I wonder how much of that talent didn't really know their place because Messi was on the team. Philippe Coutinho is a good player. Antoine Griezmann's a great player. I was going to say, how many players um, on the Barcelona team have had to change their actual, like, prof- like their positions because of Messi? Yeah, that's really going to come into question because uh, as much as... As much as people think Messi's just going to fit into PSG, which I'm sure he will... Um, Neymar hasn't had to play sort of that off striker position for a while. He's been Messi's position. Now he can fit probably back into what he was doing before. Uh, hopefully, uh, we'll see. It'll be interesting. I, I I don't know. I don't know that PSG is the shoe in that people think this have, year. But we'll you know we'll see. Have you watched any Liga Un games? They don't have really a challenge. There's no but like so, there's there's so little talent in like like I I don't I don't mean that there's legit I mean, talent. Ha, no, however. there isn't a lot. There isn't a lot. You're not lying. I mean, the problem is is PSG's salary uh, on books like Messi is making more than the total salary of I think like six teams in the league or something ridiculous. Yeah. Um. So that'll be interesting. Okay. Uh, soccer talk. Yeah, we'll see where it goes. We've uh, got okay. Premier League opens up this weekend. Yep, and Super Cup was won today, baby. Yeah, okay. Hey, um, listen, Villarreal <laughs> scored a goal. So difficult. So... No. Um, yeah, beating Villarreal when... 90% of those players started practicing a week ago. I really I'm turning play. his mic down. Villarreal, uh, very diligent team. Uh, and uh, uh, so, oh, whoa, what the fuck is this? Hold on. Do no you idea. I would life, baby. We back to capitalism. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, we just saw a, a, a fucking message that says your call ends in five minutes. Free group calls have a limit of one hour. So I yeah. guess what that means is we have to find someplace else to go other than fucking Google Meet for the no, first time. I'm just... I'm subscribing. Um, well, here's the deal. We've never so, had to do that before. No, we haven't. Wait, hold yeah, on. Do you, do you have a Google membership, though? 
No, I'm about to, I guess. Well, um, I was going to say, uh, yours truly has created all the Google Meets up until this one for quite mm-hmm. some time. And yours truly is a Google head. Okay. So uh, going back to Barca, it'll be interesting to see what they do this year. Chelsea's definitely going to be in it for for Champions League. Fuck yeah. Um, Lukaku is going to be interesting on that team. We'll see how I, it works out. <laughs> Um, even without Lukaku, even if he sucks, you'll be fine. Hey, we played with Adam today, and the squad looked good. I, the, the The goal that they gave up to Valencia or to uh, Villarreal was yeah. absolute. It was ludicrous. But it that's really how Villarreal was. scores. Yeah. Villarreal's <laughs> counterattacking. It's they literally, Villam, Villam. Did you see the game? No, just have you seen IT crowd? Ludicrous yeah. display last night. <laughs> <laughs> what, what was Arsenal thinking? What was Arsenal? Oh, a laugh. Okay, all right. <laughs> well, he, he, he didn't even. He doesn't watch football. That's the best part. <laughs> <laughs> He's yeah, just trying to fit I mean, in. The whole thing is, you can always talk football, sport, or football because you can just say ludicrous display last night. They're using an app that tells them how to speak. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah uh, okay, while while, while all that is true, I stand by my statement. It was a fucking ludicrous play. Okay, so dude, just literally no look. Just think of look forward and pick your right foot up and just throw it behind you. And that's how he stopped a pass and it accidentally went to his own player. Like I swear to Christ, if anyone on this planet can convince me that that man did that on purpose, I'll buy you a fucking house. Probably yeah, not in a good place. It's, it's probably not going to be a good house. It's going to be a house, but in like you know one of those uh, 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 small town murder home, like cities. Oh yeah, it'll be in one of yeah. those places where it's like five thousand dollars for a fucking two it acre buys you lot a mansion. Yeah, yeah, and I'll buy one of those. But I'll buy you a fucking house. So um, that's how Villarreal scores. They are a very rough team to play because that's how you lose to them, and right. it sucks. It's you guys shit. came through. Um, Normally, when shit like that happens against them, it's like zero zero. They do it in like the seventieth minute, uh, and then you, you lose to Villarreal, and you're like, "Fucking a." Yep. Um, so in any case, yeah, Barca has done that many a times. The Yellow Submarine is what they're called, and they're a great team. They really have a really good developmental league um, or developmental school. So I'm still saying I'm sticking with my prediction. Uh. I think Liverpool wins the league this year. Boo! Um, I think Man City wins Champions League. That's a bold statement. Uh, I think Chelsea does FA Cup. That's my prediction. What's yours? <laughs> There's no way they're fucking putting... I, I, they are going to throw their dick, balls, and butthole at the Champions League. And I don't think, I don't think they're going to win. For who, Man City? Uh, Absolutely. No, Ch- Chelsea. No, I'm. What I'm saying oh. is Chelsea. I, f- I, me first. I think, I think the two. I think the me two first. of you will do that. Like you're going to commit to Champions League. Oh, there. Yeah. And they're, you're going to you're going to trade off the the F- sort of FA Cup. We're running out of time here. I think we have like two minutes left. <laughs> no, no. I I extended it. We're fine. Oh, uh, already. Wow. Yeah. yeah. He had his. Uh, he, he has Chrome memorizes his uh, credit card number, so he just drops it in and goes. Um, I have his sign in it if you want it. Um, I'll pass it over to you. We can get pizzas later. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> it's an Ellis thing. Willem also has his memorized. Why? No. Are you? It's easier. I don't have to go get my wallet. So much, yeah. 
that's that insanity well. to me. I it's, you can never lose your credit card that way. I could shred my credit cards. <laughs> I, well, yep. it's some white people shit. If you follow the Dave Ramsey model, like we're wanting to do, uh, you don't memorize it because your credit card's frozen in a block of ice in your freezer. Don't. Yeah, anyway, don't do the Dave Ramsey model. I mean, <laughs> there are a lot anyway. of ways to get your budgets under control that don't involve freezing going to some fucking yeah, place in Houston like, and shredding your bills up. What? Some people like the theater, okay? Huh? Yeah. Yeah, I want it to be a fucking <laughs> moment when I go buy a new TV, you know? If anyone were to like the theater, it would be Frank, I feel yeah. like. Yeah. True. True. Yeah, I, I mean, what I do is I pull up a lawn chair and watch as these people go, I'm dead free! And you're like, like, oh, dude, well, I mean, maybe you didn't have to pay off your house. I understand the I car. Feel like, I feel like Michael Scott went but, to the Dave know. Ramsey school of fucking economics. Of I declared bankruptcy. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. It's exactly like, oh, I made this idiotic decision to pay off a 30-year note at 2.75% interest year over year early, like significantly earlier than I should have. And you're like, oh, that's a lot of opportunity costs there, bud. No debts. <laughs> I drove my horse and buggy to work every day. And by horse and buggy, yeah. I mean my wife hooked up to a buggy. Anyway. Yeah, so Dave, Dave Ramsey is like... Problematic at best? No, yes. no. If, if, if you have zero, zero inclination to want to learn about finance, read his shit. Because he's putting it to you the, the easiest way that you have if you never want to learn about finance that you can retire. That's what he's doing. He's like, pay off your debts and just save the rest. <laughs> okay. Yeah, Understood. Cool. That is a totally valid way to do it. Um, it's just not the best way. Yeah. So you're going to be way wealthier not doing that, but it's okay. You're going to be plenty wealthy doing that as well. Did you know Mrs. Brian got got on Dave Ramsey's uh, like AM yeah. radio show? God. Yep. She called in? Uh, pff, no. Do you think Mrs. Brian would fucking call? No. She doesn't want to talk to the fucking neighbors. Do you think she wants to talk to a goddamn nationally syndicated radio show? No. Her dad called in and had her explain the savings model that they implemented at their house. What with three jars for savings, something, and tithing. And I was like, that's a problem, right? And she's like, yeah, in hindsight, I probably shouldn't have been on the fucking radio, but my dad forced me to when I was like eight years old. I was like, part of the problem is what I hear. You're part of the fucking problem. Yeah. Anyway. Um, her Yeah, the, Ram the Ramsey model, you can learn a lot more about finance and be better off if you didn't follow it. But in any case. I don't remember where we were headed with it, but... Um, yeah, no, so the question is, is what's your prediction for Premier League? And then I have one <laughs> Wait, thing, and then we can we hit out. Dave Ramsey from... Okay. I remember now. Okay, so yeah, uh, FA Cup will come in. Uh, here, I'm. This is Chelsea's perspective. This is their areas of focus, and then I'll go through the rankings in which they fall. FA Cup third. They're not. They don't give a fuck about FA Cup. Uh, Premier League will be their second focus. Champions, their first. In Champions, they will. They will get to the quarterfinals. I'm going to give them that. Okay. They're gonna have. Some, I, I'm afraid they're gonna have some fucking injury issues that is that are going to plague them deep into the season. Because I mean, Tiago Silva being primary because he's already here. Well, Tiago Silva, and then them relying too much on a fucking like 28 year old Lukaku who's already come and gone from Chelsea. I just don't understand. That I don't either. You know what? We, we covered it. We covered it's it last. So weird. Week. We covered it last week. Just let it go. I don't understand it either, and I'm a fucking so fan. Okay, so they're gonna finish. I'm gonna say the quarterfinals in the Premier League. Or in uh, in Champions League, Premier League, they're gonna finish two. They're gonna fucking 
they will come. They'll out get outpointed by Man City, is what I say, because I don't think okay. Liverpool's got it. Uh, and then an FA Cup, they will they will lose at a ridiculously early stage in the in the FA Cup to the Just point to, not be there. to the point where people are like, "What the fuck are they doing?" And you know what? I would say they would start Kepa because they started Kepa Aretha Palaga in every fucking FA Cup game last year. I feel like they were trying to throw those games. Even before Tuchel took over and Lampard was in, he started Kepa for no fucking reason. And they just stuck with him. And he accidentally won up until the quarterfinals of FA Cup. I don't know how. And then today, fucking Tuchel put Kepa in with two minutes left and extra, extra overtime so that he would be the fucking goalkeeper for, for penalties. Willem, I don't know if you know who Kepa Aretha Palaga is, but he is, nope. he is, wh- who is the worst player on any team that you can name right now? Like the player that will always let you down. Who is that? Gus Ferrat. Gus Ferrat. Oh, absolutely. Gus Ferrat. <laughs> Kepa Aretha Palaga is no, the no. Gus Ferrat of fucking Chelsea football. God, what a throwback too! If he Holy if he shit. can if it can be <laughs> fucked it up back to Gus Ferrat. If it can be fucked up, he's fucking it up twice. Okay, and definitely yeah. losing the game. Like yeah. Kepa has some of the worst decisions made on the pitch, period, in the last five years, and he's made them all. All right, over so the let's last let's 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 talk through this, right? So, oh, um, Christ on a pony. So Chelsea, you're going second. I'm going Chelsea third because I'm I'm going Liverpool, Man City, Chelsea. Um, you're going Chelsea semi or quarterfinals. I'm going Chelsea semis. I think they actually. I think we're looking at a PSG Man City finals for Champions League. Mm. Um, and Bayern Munich being the dark horse there because they don't play a tough league. They don't. It's going to be very interesting. I, I think. They- and Bayern has the talent. They have a lot of really young players. Atletico Madrid as well. They could really challenge with Jalfi Leaks. Um, there, there's a lot in Champions League that's going to be interesting because I mean, people hell, assume even- Messi's going to be just fucking fantastic. I, I would, as a Barca fan, even I would not assume that. Dude, Real Madrid is they're they're still in the Champions League, right? Yeah, no, yeah, th- they are. Uh, they are a fucking scary squad. If they can, yeah, but keep they it lost together Verratti, all so it's not going to be or not Verratti, Verane, so it's not going to be that easy for them. It's, it's still going to be a fucking dangerous squad in Champions League. Yeah, I agree League because and, and, they and, can and hold back. Too. Just take Barcelona. a break from the football talk, real quick. What up, Parker? <laughs> Hello. Oh, Parker. Parker's here. Mm. Hi. I apologize. Yeah. Am I too late for the gangbang? No, no. <laughs> This is good. So, okay, let me just quickly finish and then we can do the Parker intro. So, uh, wow. Just no need. Lights out. So, um, the, the, uh, the thing about football this year is I think Premier League, there's only a couple teams that can compete for it. But Champions League, I feel as though is kind of wide open only because there are a lot of super squads out there. And what, what people think are super squads – uh, but I think people might be underestimating some squads. I mean, Liverpool will be back. Man City's there. Byron's there. Chelsea's there. Uh, <clears throat> for sure, PSG is there. And then you have these dark horses. How does Barcelona turn out? How does Real Madrid turn in? Like it's gonna be, it's gonna be a very exciting Champions League. There are probably eight teams that are vying for those final four spots in the semifinals. 
that could legitimately get there. And it's going to be surprising to see who gets there. I, I, I don't think you're just going to have PSG, Man City, Chelsea, and uh, uh, Bayern or Liverpool in those spots. So, Parker. Hello. How, how are you doing? This has been, I mean, this has been months in the making at this point. It has. <laughs> I so, apologize. And on I, and yeah. on camera, exactly. And it's working, right? Like, it's not laggy. Is that, is that new internet at the Casa? No, still the hotspot on the phone. My word, it's looking good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I'm really surprised you guys haven't replaced me yet. To be <laughs> I don't know. Who, who would we recruit? Yeah, exactly. I mean, there's got to be somebody better than I mean we do have reliable. dozens of people lining up for the Parker job but you know the, the other fans are saying Parker's too valuable to the cast. Well, that's sweet. Then I have a stand in when in my absence. In your absence? Like a, um another lovable plus-sized guy. <laughs> so, what's the uh what's the what's the deal with this background you got going on? It's super blurry. Uh, that's not intentional if I I mean Oh, perhaps that looks good. Yeah, no, no worries. Now I didn't put an effect on this team's easy. call. <laughs> Change background. Yeah. What are you drinking? Now I'm in Parker's area. A spotted cow. Whoa, look at that. That is kind of creepy. <laughs> What's up with that? You had that That's like fantastic. Just really readily accessible <laughs> i had used it before <laughs> look at this one <laughs> that's my my most valuable picture ever i, don't I had, even to, know. I had to pay he's, the he's gonna nft that picture it's a picture of parker on a roller coaster flicking off the the camera <laughs> as he goes by of you on the ride yes Classic. That was beautiful, man. That was in Glenwood Springs, Colorado, on the side of a mountain. That thing hauled ass. Uh, and are- I, ha- I had to pay off the like 19-year-old pothead to let me flip it off and let him pass it through. Uh, yeah, he was supposed to, you know, throw those ones in the trash. But do they really? Oh, yeah, yeah. I was like, come on, man. It's just me and you here. Like, yeah. This is oh, your look at that condiment drawer, dude. Is. Yeah. <laughs> Why do I have it? Uh... <laughs> oh, from you that one night where you were from Sausage Night. Oh, and, right. Uh, Francois guessed immediately that it was Parker's making sausage in Frank's. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the shit you still haven't eaten. What is this? Somewhere. That's true. Oh. oh, we're live on the cast. How about you grab some White Barn? Okay, tumble. Okay, dude, you know that putt putt course just looks like fucking a putt putt course in Chernobyl right now. <laughs> okay, <laughs> all right, just overgrown, <laughs> dilapidated. You know that sign? Oh yeah, man. Stonewall. Stonewall. Uh, all right. Okay. Yeah. Let's let's inside jokes here are not really podcastable. Um. Wait, Just do I need so, to edit anything out? I, I missed a bit. Do I need to listen for no. anything? 
Oh, no, we yeah. went we went we went through pictures, but um, it was neat. I'm we... gonna have to drop off, gang. I think. Oh shit! Oh oh. Hold on. Wait one second. Wait one second. Okay. Okay. Parker, okay. <clears throat> crack crack open a dried sausage right now. Oh my god. Right. <laughs> Give me a second. I don't think he's. I don't think he actually has them. No, he he has them. Yeah, they have you. Vaseline on them, but I still have them. Weird. <laughs> they have been. Also, okay, he was drinking spotted cow, right? He was drinking spotted cow, right? Yes, he is. Oh, nice. Here's the backstory. So, as the winner of the No Beer Left Behind March Madness bracket challenge. Oh, hold on. You want me to play it? I'll play it. Each year, No Beer Left Behind hosts compete to fill out the perfect bracket in hopes of winning the coveted Fist of Mike trophy. This year, a dark horse rises as the winner of the 2021 March Madness No Beer Left Behind Bracketology. Everybody picks a winner and hopefully they win the championship. Let's go by points if no one wins. March Madness Game Thing Fantasy Sports. But wait, Parker won? Parker won this year. Did, did anybody... Did anybody else compete, or is it just... No, so Parker Parker won. What the fuck is happening here? Like, Parker won this thing? I guess congratulations, Parker. Everybody else, what the fuck? What happened? I'm a size queen. <laughs> okay, so with all be- Y'all all think I forgot, said, huh? Y'all think I forgot? No, it's still no, up on the no. board. <laughs> I like having that queued up. I like having that queued up because it, it, it's a bit at this point. Um, as part of his uh, winnings, not only did he win the trophy, he also won some dried sausage that my ass made back in January, February of just, this year. Just to be clear, his ass didn't make it. <laughs> no. Frank himself made no. it. I just I, I, made, I made it. I made it. And um, it, my ass made it. <laughs> It has been in his fridge for six months at this point. It looks to be vacuum sealed. Since you sent it to me. Yeah. Uh, No, not that long. No, no, no. no, Four months. Four months. I'm going to go with June. Yeah. No. Here's the deal. I... I'm gonna side with Parker on this because I was doing the math it's earlier. Sausage for that long. Yeah, when when you said what you did about like 42 months ago, I made that sausage. I was like, Frank, that can't be right. So I did some quick math. I may have exaggerated, but so did you. So here's the deal. I think it is closer to four months. I think it's four. But here's the deal. He has seen you in person since then, which does make it a bit awkward, honestly. I thought he was dressed as a fucking me to Austin. He was dressed as yeah. a fucking sailor in front of you, and he hadn't had your fucking sausage yet. Yep. I, so, I, yeah. So not only is the sausage like really good. What what are you holding up? That's biltong. That's not sausage. I don't know the difference. I thought. Yeah, you do. Oh, okay. Christ. What looks like sausage oh, and what god. looks like not sausage? Oh god. Yeah. There we go. There we go. He did it. Um, <clears throat> okay. So. When it comes to the sausage, uh, this is addicts. So which one are you? Hold up the one that you're about to try. Well, I need to see it out of the bag because at this point you've had it for so long. It looks oh, different. God. I mean, is it still good? Yeah, no, it's 100% good. No, it's fine-ish. No, it's not fine-ish. It's, <laughs> it's perfect. It's been in the fridge. Yep, yeah, no, it'll be just fine. 
it'll be just fine. Okay, so that looks to be is it kind of reddish? <laughs> take a picture of that Parker and send that to me. Please just do. Take a picture and send <laughs> okay. it to me. So that's we need is it, it a, is it a little fatty on the outside? <laughs> it is. Okay, so that's Black Buck. Oh. What was his name so, again? Yeah, Black Buck. Mm. That's a uh, a wild and uh, well obviously wild game uh, um it is an antelope from uh not sub-saharan it's actually from india huh uh-huh all right so what i would suggest is not bite it directly just cut a piece and ah and have a little a little charcuterie if you will yeah exactly i, w- I wouldn't bite it just straight off because it's Do, hey i just bite it it's for the look i don't light it you know there we go <laughs> nice <laughs> like that <laughs> ah, damn i don't have a okay. plate let me cut it on this little oh, oh, use a pair of pheno clippers or something just cut off a little <laughs> yeah that's 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 the black buck <laughs> what, what is that all right do you guys mind if i oh yeah if you want to leave before this gold starts go ahead uh <laughs> <laughs> all right, so I, I, I need to get to bed. All right, villain. Sleep well. Right. Bye. Bye. Right. Thanks Bye. for joining, Always buddy. You all. Absolutely. We should do it again next week. Yeah. <laughs> all right. I'll Bye. see you in November. <laughs> the shade. The fucking shade. <laughs> all right. <laughs> Let's see this. All right. Okay. It looks like a little pepperoni ish. Okay. It does. Yeah. It, it does. It has a pepperoni smell to it. Really. Yeah. A little spice. A little. A little cured meat texture. He's nodding mm. in agreement. His How backwards his backwards mm. cap is uh is staying on, so it's not he's not being blown away with flavors. He's also but, about to have a second piece. And yeah, I was how guilty say, at this point. How guilty at this point do you feel that you've waited four months to eat this shit? I'm gonna it's I'm been gonna go ahead and, fridge I'm gonna go ahead and say an absolute mm-mm. delectable delight. I'm gonna say for Just him sitting there chewing happily after everyone has gone to bed in his house, he is fucking smitten. Absolutely. Yeah, no, Especially. that is that's a fucking game changer right there. I've been drinking for like five hours, so this is delicious. Hey, Parker, I've got a a fucking empty really can nice. count like I've been drinking for five hours, but turns out hour and thirty three. <laughs> mm. <laughs> yeah, it happens. All right, All right. I, I apologize for not eating it for two. No, months. no worries. So okay, so next next one, open the next bag. Oh gosh, I gotta open all of them. Yeah, you're gonna. No, not- no, no. You're you're only opening one more. The other one well, is uh, addicts. Okay. Here's the thing: I don't want to like this go to waste though. Uh, f- yeah. Well, it it can't really, but okay, fair I mean, enough. A, You've had a lot, like. Yeah, I was gonna is, say, yeah, ladies and different. gentlemen at home, like the first piece that Parker <laughs> opened was about, I don't know, the the length from the heel of your hand to like the ring finger. Okay, mm-hmm. it was a good it was a good chunk of meat with like a good girth to it as well. Um, you know, like a like a like a decent girth. Not it's not gonna stretch you out and and fill you up or anything, but it's gonna it, you're gonna know its impact. That yeah. type of girth. Does that make sense? Okay. The next morning. Yeah, yeah, you're gonna feel <clears throat> it. So, Parker, the one you're having right Dude. now is addicts. An addicts <laughs> meat is delicious. Um, the one on the the one that's pre-sliced with the little uh, gel pack in it. Mm-hmm. Oh, did you put that silica one packets is black in buck. there? Yeah, yeah, that one's nice. black buck, and then the other one is just beef biltong. In the Dude, middle. At first, That's, I was like, "What the fuck is this?" And then I realized it was like a silica pack. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It helps with the black buck meat because it's so fatty. It helps draw out some of that fat as it dries. Mm. So, 
Interesting. Well, yeah. That's really good. I, I like. I wish I had some cheese and maybe some crackers right now. A little bit of like uh, spicy mustard. Oh yeah, and look it, at my fingers, well, dude. You see the gloss? No, oh, yeah, yeah, dude. No, it, and look, a, so just hey, just addicts, rub it, rub it in your beard. You're fine. Just rub it in your yeah, beard. Yeah. yeah. So addicts meat, addicts meat is it. is an absolute delicacy. Uh, we are very fortunate in Texas that the antelope they they love it here. Uh, they're actually extinct in the wild. What? Um, Hold on, they're extinct <clears throat> yeah. in the wild, but they live in Texas on game game farms. Yeah, that seems mm-hmm. right. Yeah, so right. the the addicts population here is is pretty large, uh, and their meat has this unique sweetness to it. Like it's 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 kind of indescribable how you taste the meat and there's like it it, it hints at sweetness. Um, delicious meat, absolutely like some of the best antelope you can have. Uh, we were fortunate. There was a a lone addicts on a game farm just north of here that was depressed and dude dude just was never gonna procreate yeah he he got kicked out of the herd was he he standing on the side of a bridge or something (laughs) he got shot him right before he fucking took a bath he was in a warm bath and he had a had a toaster right next to the tub and frank shot him in the head so he he kept trying to get back into this herd and this female would just keep kicking him out the female yeah, oh, Ad- so, so addicts satellite book. Addicts females have horns. Mm. Uh, so, yeah, it it so was some f- human females. <laughs> there it is. They're not. Those aren't. It, well, okay. Yeah, it was a real messed up situation for so this dude. How did you? I mean, did you like follow? The, I feel like you're like one of those nature program guys that yeah, he, follows like a particular he, animal for seven years. He <laughs> did. He actually followed the addicts on his blog at uh, sadaddicts.com. Uh, and then was no, like sadaddicts.blogspot.com.blogspot.org. And then hmm. no, so, so we, we had gone up to this um, ranch for probably when well, it was about a year. Mm-hmm. And every time we went more uh, Xanax, no, <laughs> the addicts was just lonesome on the side. <laughs> so he, he was like on the opposite side of the ranch. Uh-huh. So, um, there, there was no so the addicts they're herd animals they hang out together this dude was kicked out of the herd now um, he was herding yeah so he, he, he wasn't <laughs> herding but i mean there was no he was not serving much of a purpose he was herding <laughs> so in any case uh that's how you got the to taste language. addicts mate that's nice. how you got to taste it so i am so glad that i'm eating depressed <laughs> <laughs> god damn it I feel you know, like they t- they say that you can like taste trauma and animals and do you, shit. Like, do you feel sad tomorrow right now? I'm gonna be all mopey and sad. <laughs> God damn it. Your shits are gonna just be droopy, not hard and tapered at both ends, just fucking loose and. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, I'm gonna tell Dude, you as far as. <laughs> God damn it! As far as um, processing meat, that was some of the most delectable meat I've ever processed in my life. That Maybe. shit was, it was really amazing. good, amazing. Thank you. I'm well, glad absolutely. that I you know what I it, built it, up the anticipation. It is it was once said that the cuter the animal, the more delicious the meat. But here's what I say. The more depressed an animal, the better the cured meat. <laughs> and you, we're done. You, <laughs> because now he's cured. Now he's cured. <laughs> Depression is cured. Do you even know what an addict looks like? 
Is it got the? I couldn't fucking uh, pick them out. Spiral horns. Yeah, I couldn't pick them out of a fucking lineup. If you gave me ten dollars and like, hey, which one's an addicts? I would go addicts, and whichever one turned around, that's the one I would say. Uh So it it does have some spiral horns. I watched a cooking show uh, one time, and he was in like South Texas, and they went addicts hunting. So, and that's like within the last year. So that's my extent of addicts knowledge. Oh, my addicts needs uh, some cleaning, cleaning. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, heard that, sister. <laughs> Frank's shit shut down. No, we it didn't. Your video scene. froze, so I just refreshed it. Yeah, Addicts is uh, delectable to anybody out there who has access to it or can buy it. It's very good meat. Can you? So you can sell it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, as long uh, as a, a USDA uh, meat grader slash processor certification guy is on site you can sell so it. if i'm not mistaken like you can't sell venison like that you can on commercial scale right yeah you can yep, you can you just need but, you literally just need that usda person there as you're yeah doing it so like wild fork sells venison wild yep. fork sells bison really? and uh alligator as well so it, it can thinking? come off any commercial kind of yeah. law to kind of protect like the just the mass. There's a law to protect. There's slaughter. a law. Yeah. There's a law to protect Andrew from selling venison, but there is a law that makes it legal for say salt and thyme or wild fork or any of these kind of interesting butchers to sell venison. And what they do is they find ranches that are um, they they're seen. sort of DNR. Um, managed right so they're they're wildlife managed ranches where they they will have a professional come out to count the animals and they'll say okay this year you need to uh eliminate let's say 15 females five males and call the herd yeah yeah it's it's calling but it's also just managing and then they also like they have a consistent stock of venison year round right they do ebbs and flows yes they do so what they do is is those people will then either process the animals for themselves or they will sell it to hunters, professional hunters that come out to the ranch and with on behalf tags. of the big butchers to then come process the meat. Now, if you're at all thinking about doing this, if you own no, a ranch, no, all, I, I'm not I'm just talking in general. Sleepy already. Um, you are getting absolutely ripped off because they will pay you for black buck meat, like two bucks a pound. They'll go sell it for 30. Uh, it is much better to learn how to process it into not just steak and fucking dried sausage. And like, you need to actually kind of get creative with it. You can make a shit ton more money. Well, not, not make money, but you can make a shit ton more product that you'll enjoy out of that meat than selling it for two bucks a pound. Cause that shit is super valuable. So if anybody out there has stuff that they're getting rid of, let me know. Uh, I will happily process it for you uh, into shit that you will enjoy. And you don't have to get these outfits out there because they just end up ripping people off. Okay. Uh, One question here. So what's to keep people? um... (laughs) Let's do it. (laughs) What's to keep people from like, you know, you're out in West Texas or West Oklahoma and you drive past those cattle farms. That is just the most depressing thing you've ever seen. There's you should see the thousands pig. of animals packed into seven acres. Yeah. Um, what's to keep somebody from doing that with, say, deer or black buck? It's or impossible. Addicts? 
Yeah, they the it's the fucking the cap the, or capturing that large number of wild fucking animals. They're all like, cows at this point are produced in captivity. Yeah, uh, just but like at cattle. this point, but it at doesn't this point, work. It doesn't work. At this point, cattle are almost fucking domesticated animals, whereas yeah. deer are are not and i i feel like that's a pretty good designation for what the what the definition of of uh, domesticated is versus non-domesticated or wild animals because cows are bred to the point where like it's chickens as well like chickens aren't like you can fucking keep them in a certain area cows you can keep within a certain area deer will fucking jump as high as they yeah. can to get over a fence and if they can't do that they will fucking They'll kill, kill themselves, themselves doing it yeah and that's that's what it boils down to yeah. Uh-huh. So, so deer, deer. Yeah, but you also have to remember, like naturally, they are a prey, mm-hmm. right? So, there's no that instinct you can't really unteach. You can um, breed out, but so it the, takes they're, generations they're, of breeding, not just one or two. Yeah, they're damn near impossible to get domesticated. So yeah, but. I mean, what's domesticated? A house cat is not domesticated. Uh, domesticated is having thousands of deer in seven acres. Exactly. It and never and, happened for you. And deer. even though you have a thousands okay. of deer in, in seven acres, you may have, you know, a couple hundred deer outside those seven acres who have gotten out and escaped. But the issue is with deer in particular, they will, to Frank's point, they will kill themselves trying to get free. And at yeah. that point, you're not domesticating. You're not creating a, a more substantial harvestable herd you're you're just hurting hurting also, the fucking animals not hurting the, the one thing that we're we're Stop. neglecting is how much people pay to shoot these deer also yes yeah i was so, gonna say they're a fucking they're a, com, a commodity at that point right there's a hell of a lot more money in trophy game buck hunting than there is in trophy game butchering yeah, and you can't so, really grow trophy game in uh, like a, a an enclosed environment. You can't. No, you can the, too. They no, may be atypical, and they don't uh, count by the um, by the uh, the tip scale. The, the, you can, yeah, you can, a, you can, you can, but a, it's uh, totally illegal when yeah, it comes it, to it, actual like, acknowledgement of what you okay, just shot. Great, you shot a trophy buck <laughs> inside of a forty by forty cage. Yeah, you shot That's a fucking <laughs> puppy kennel puck. Thanks, really appreciate yeah. that. <laughs> what is the what is the the rating scale, please? It's, it's like the point scale. So, the hook the point. scale or some shit like that. Well, it's, it's, like a, a, it's a point scale. It's oh, the, yeah. You're talking about the... The, the, the number width. of points versus the spread. Yes, but it's like a... The, uh, yeah, it has a name. It has a name. You're Davy right. Crockett scale. Yeah. All right, I'm going to say, I'm right. gonna say deer... Uh, what was it? Fucking, I don't like, even know how to say. I'm gonna say deer, 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 hoof and claw. Hoof and claw. Deer, Let's go. hoof, hand, foot, and mouth. Is and claw rating. Okay, so... No, that ain't it. I'll look for it. I'll what find it comes it. down to, what it comes down to is, um, they're worth a lot. Sorry, is that they're worth a lot more as a shot, shot, shot? Because <laughs> when they're just getting butchered, only the meat goes to the wayside. <laughs> Boone and Crockett um, score is what you're going for. Fuck yeah, that's what I said three you, times. Well, you said he Davy Crockett, but that's... No, know. he said Boone and Crockett. Initially, and then that and led then me on to Boone. And then he said Boone and Crockett. He said Boone and Crockett. Uh-huh. And that was like... So in any case... Fresh out of my sorry, brain. go ahead, go ahead. But all that shit is just a thing, right? Like, in the end, if you can charge someone to come shoot it, it's better. Um, 
And domesticating deer, there isn't enough demand for venison to do that. And because deer are readily available across the United States to be hunted, anybody that wants venison can go buy some tags and go hunt deer or have someone else hunt deer for them. Like it's, it's the industry as a whole. Yeah. It's cool that I can buy some venison at whole foods, but Holy shit, dude, I've got a chest freezer full of venison at the house just based on friends that have shot deer. And you know, like it, it could be something, but I don't think it'll ever be, um, you know, cow or or angus beef or whatever just thought i'd ask i'm not trying to talk about alien invasions (laughs) okay so let's before before we go to alien invasions okay (laughs) because i think we need to get there but uh mark hoppus has cancer yeah god damn it don't down us even more this podcast yeah you don't why couldn't have been uh tom delong motherfucker God damn, that dude just deserves it at this Speaking point. Speaking of alien invasion. Yeah, fucking, alien invasion. Of alien invasion. The that was, motherfucker and his cult that he runs. Was it Muf- Mufon? Just outside of Waco. <laughs> oh, fuck. <laughs> he, d- he decided to just buy the lot south of the Branch Dravidians. <laughs> it's the Western Davidians because we're west of Waco. <laughs> no, no one wanted this piece of land. Yeah, Tom, there's a reason for it, bud. <laughs> Yeah, alien invasions. Yeah. That's why, brother. <laughs> That's right. Hey, mom. There's something in the bathroom. Do they have to disclose that on uh, Zillow? Like, <laughs> oh, we all know conspiracies are done. <laughs> fucking Zillow is the worst, man. They're the worst at basically. You look for something one time, and they're like, "Hey, did you want to find this? This yeah. is out there now." I'm like, no, no. I was just Dude. looking for one fucking house yeah. where a murder happened. That's it. Yeah, yeah. Let me Dude, tell you. And their estimate is a bullshit. It's like six hundred thousand dollars house estimate <laughs> for eighteen hundred dollars a month. And I'm like, mm-hmm, yeah. <laughs> Are you buying? Yeah. <laughs> Who's renting out a six? Six hundred thousand dollars with a, with house a for fifteen hundred. Mortgage shit. Sign me up right now. With a fifty percent down payment, you can get this for what? Yeah. Who's doing that? That's what they. Yeah, that's what they don't say. No, yeah. He's gonna throw down some three hundred grand on a fucking down payment on a two point seven five net. Am I right? Red Hell Green, yeah. Okay. Oh, good stuff. Uh, Zillow talk to segue. Do you guys want to talk about an alien? Oh my god! Hold on. Uh, My ex-employer just got hit by a ransomware. What? <laughs> Did you get an email? just got nailed by a ransomware attack, and they are like supposed to be the top I was gonna say, cybersecurity consultancy in the what, country. What's bad is everyone who once worked for Accenture, who's now a fucking an, e, <laughs> an E-team member for all these private companies, just got hit with it too, then. <laughs> That's what you're saying oh, to God. me? Oh, God, that's amazing. That's fucking hilarious. Uh, in any case, consulting is bullshit, in case you didn't know it. Oh, uh, yeah, no. Uh, yeah, and uh, for <laughs> everyone out there who works in a fucking private or public sector, you're about to get a nice lesson in cybersecurity thanks to your team members who once worked at Accenture. Mm-hmm. That's fantastic. I know. Well, we're we're going to gear up at ours, so it's going to be fun. Anyway, <clears throat> I'm going to read this to you, okay? Do you guys have your seatbelts on? Yeah, I'm listening. I'm going to. Uh, you're going to pee. The fridge, real quick. You're going. No. You're going to the fridge. He's you got that distance. Yeah, I don't know. I'm gonna see. Fuck. 
Okay, no. okay I'm going to tell by the fact that he took his his headphones off that he's not listening. No, no. no. he put his oh, headphones back on. Cordless, but no, corded headphones. Yeah, he's going to walk away from his. He's oh, got to undo the. He's got to do his arm. It looks like a seven year old lady. I think that I I, I was going to give him the benefit of the doubt and say that was his internet <laughs> connection. Nope, nope, that's his arm. Oh God. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, our fucking co-host Cloris Leachman. Uh, he'll be back shortly. Uh, I just, I just want to read this. Uh, I don't know if you've heard of it or if you've seen this on the interwebs, but <clears throat> this is uh, what's going around in some large circles at the moment. It's going to be a rough week ahead, so stock up with food, gas, and supplies. Stores are already showing shortages, and the communication blackout has already started in parts of the country. On Wednesday, TV, internet, and phones will be shut down. That's, to, that's today, by the way. There's going to be a World War III scenario where the rod of God, where nuclear strikes will destroy all satanic temples, such as the White House, Vatican, Buckingham Palace, and non-capital letters, and a total of 32 cabal-owned buildings. Social media will be completely destroyed. I'm not I'm not sure what this is, but EBS will announce... Oh, emergency broadcasting systems will announce what's happening in seven presidential messages from Trump. That's the end of the Trump. sentence. EBS will announce what's happening in seven presidential messages from Trump. There will be a fake alien invasion and a fake Trump assassination, which will be upsetting nonetheless. Stay safe and secure. That's a, that's, that's a, that has been, that's, that's gotten around. <laughs> it's gotten around to a, a good chunk of people. And I'm not saying what type of people those that's gotten around to, but it's, it's happening. Dude, I'm uh, sure yeah, glad that Google Hangouts was not affected by all of I, this. Praise God, right? Praise the rod of God that didn't strike down the satanic temple that is Google Hangouts. So what is this supposed to happen? This week, baby. We should have... Oh, you, you experienced the... Uh, what was it that happened today? You experienced the inter the TV, internet, and phone shutdown that happened on Wednesday oh, today, right? Yeah, it was very difficult. Um, I, I'm glad it's back. Yeah, it was a real touch and go there for a while. When, when, where did that come from? Uh, probably QAnon. I, you know what? Okay, so full disclosure, I did some, I did some research while you and Villain were talking about uh, things earlier, and I was like, uh, that, let me let me look up all these phrases and see where they come up. That means he was not paying attention to y'all earlier. <laughs> I was, but I, I wasn't. I wasn't. I was he put together I like a whole. <laughs> trifold presentation while you guys were I did it's actually getting printed up right over here put a fucking trapper keeper together anyway <laughs> so <clears throat> the only place that those words and phrases showed up was on Facebook uh, and in multiple posts that looked very different but all had the same like 98% language um, where it showed up different was in punctuation <clears throat> which I'm a stickler for Sentences at the beginning had an Oxford comma, and sentences in the middle did not have an Oxford comma, which I fucking pay attention to. And when they show up, I'm like, okay, these weren't written by the same person. This is bullshit. This is written by a fucking crazy person. Because yeah, no, if you don't respect the Oxford comma, you're a fucking crazy human. I don't respect the Oxford comma. It is if you have more <laughs> than two insane. more than two items in a list and you use a conjunction, you don't use a fucking a punctuation point. I still do, Frank. 
before the conjunction. You don't. I, that's okay. AP style. But what that is, and here's here's why I will go down it's this anarchy road. is what it no, is. Here's, that's how you end up with Trump as president. Hey, not are you ready? Because no, are you ready? Because here's my president. Apparently, here's my conspiracy theory. If you do respect the Oxford comma and you use it in a sentence when typed out in public forums, got to be consistent. Well, one, you have to be consistent, otherwise you're a fucking liar. Okay, but two, if you if you do use the Oxford comma, you are anti. No, you're anti journalism because in America we use the Associated Press. In America and in a lot of fucking I don't know cultured countries you use ap style ap style says you don't use an oxford comma and that that is no joke that is me coming as a journalism student as a fucking as a american imperial american imperialism but it's someone who fucking like journalism is respected enough in a fucking a credentialed university to where you have a style that you uh, that you uh align with and that's what you keep consistently um so if 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 that's the message right it's just you know (laughs) keep keep going with what you're doing but if you're uh, an oxford comma dude yeah just be an oxford comma dude oh for sure like i it doesn't and what i'm talking about (laughs) here's and that's what uh, i'm talking about see to me makes my skin crawl but that's because i've literally had that beaten into me as a fucking student so and that's what I also use in my professional life day to day. But the point that I'm making is, if you are pro Oxford comma, aren't you anti media? And in which case, you're aligning with QAnon. Oh god! Yeah, I just so brought dumb. it. I brought it all around. It's not any more dumb than the fucking conversation <laughs> that led me to researching all this. So, ipso facto, go fuck yourself. The Oxford comma. Good lord. Oh, hey, boy. if you're if you're pro Oxford comma, you're pro fucking conspiracy theories of QAnon. Boom. I just, I, you know, what I really enjoy about Oxford commas is, is the bullshit? amount, like the intense level of linguistics that people get into. Oh, when they argue for or against it. It's like, bro, oh, yeah. it's you not even do that. That's not how you were even talking about it. You say X, Y, Z and X, Y, Z. You're like, okay, dude, yeah, calm down. It's not even, it's uh, not even that it's talking about commas in grammar period. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. There are, there are literal constitutional scholars who say that if you break down the Texas, like the, the, the laws that govern Texas as being an independent state. The commas ruin it. The commas, no, they don't ruin it. What they do is they allow for six separate states to be developed out of the state of Texas. Well, that's, they ruin Texas. That's what I meant. Like Texas uh, would uh, not be. No, 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 no. You said ruin Texas. You can't ruin something that's already fucked up. Can you? Okay. Okay. I mean, All right. Thank enough. you very much. Thank I mean, you. That's okay. not what Thank I'm you. arguing. <laughs> You've got you got fucking Hot Wheels and Matchbox as your fucking governor and lieutenant governor, and you decide which one's hey, which. Hey, 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 he's hey, hey, he's disabled. Okay, Gregory oh, Abbott. No, I'm talking about fucking old goddamn ESPN Dan former Patrick. sports reporter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dan so fucking. We're talking Patrick. about both of them. We're talking about both of them. Oh. And to be honest. Abbott for, is handicapable. Brian. For subject one, the tree should have finished the job. And then for subject two, the FBI needs to already be at his front door. Dude, so listen. They are not legitimate governors. Slash, and it's not mean, dude. That mean is, that dude is fucking evil incarnate. 
he exactly. really is. He really is. If you if you picture a piece of shit death on anybody is like really probably not a good thing though. Can we be honest? What wishing death upon anyone? I don't wish death Say, upon Greg Abbott. I job. wish I wish the fucking the job is open to interpretation here. Okay, what I was saying is for anyone cutting job for anyone maybe who fucking decapitated for, the legs. I don't know. That's that's could have been many things. That's too kind. No, for anyone who fucking willingly wishes and, uh, I don't know, adjudicates the worst upon people who have nothing like more to gain, he is a piece of shit. He should be fucking every, uh, every ill will. That. I'm sorry about that. I, like, literally. That. I, but at the same time, like if the worst can happen to him, let it. Whatever the worst mm-hmm. is that can happen to him, let's make that shit happen. Oh, he hands out he hands out the worst of the worst on a daily basis. Dan Patrick, I think, is worse. Uh, we've had this discussion. Dan Patrick is fucking worse than Greg Abbott. You do realize that, like, for for Greg Abbott not to be able to get out of his own goddamn house, we just need to eliminate the his ramp. fucking wheelchair ramp. Yeah, no, seriously, just you fucking reinstate stairs. Don't fund it. Here's the deal. Fuck it. The downside is there are a lot of stay inside. There are a lot of really good people who would suffer if we ruin if we took away ramps. No, no, no. I'm Texas. talking specifically just fucking just the go- Here's the deal. You know what's funny? <laughs> okay, so so my one yeah. the one time that I visited the the governor's. <laughs> Mansion. Maybe just make the outside of the governor's mansion Here, cobblestone. Hear me out. Hear me out. The one time I I, I visited oh. the governor's mansion in Austin, I was like 12, 13 years old, whatever the fuck it was. Anyway, we're driving down. It was the same time that I, I visited LBJ's place and heard about all his oh, by the way, big that is dick a cool fucking, fucking ranch that he has. Yeah, cool ranch. Not a cool dude. Anyway, uh, <clears throat> the governor's there mansion. Worse, but yeah. Huh? Cool initials. There, there were worse. But yeah, I mean, you were splitting hairs. Yeah, sure. Uh, but no, so I went down to visit the governor's mansion and I remember walking across with the Constitution Avenue where the fucking bullshit name of streets, Congress, whatever Congress. Congress. Exactly. Yeah. So, uh, Austin doesn't have bullshit names. They just make sense. Sorry about it, Dallas. Oh, I'm sorry. We I tried. I tried to petition JFK got shot here Avenue, okay, and no one fucking wanted to go that route for whatever well, everybody, reason. Everybody else said no, grassy, yeah. grassy Knoll Boulevard. Yeah, a uh, fucking Texas one U.S. President Zero Boulevard didn't fucking go anyway. So grassy knoll, <laughs> grassy knoll way. Anyway, so I step off the curb outside of the governor's mansion on Congress Avenue. Hyperextend my knee because the curb is no shit eighteen inches tall. Mm. Let's just let's just roll Abbott off of that. You know, it's because of flooding. Flooding? No, I. It was fresh. It was fresh blacktop, my friend. They fucking. They were. I mean, well, maybe it was flooding. They were covering up potholes that were twenty four inches deep. And there was like, let's put no, no. It's, it's so Congress slopes like downhill. It's a it piece of shit. To the river, so all they, of it. They keep the all of it. Shit. It's a little Dallas versus Austin here. No, it's not. It, it, hey, I mean, listen, it's not a big competition. There's no real. Austin know, was no, shipping Austin homeless Martin. people to. <laughs> Austin was shipping homeless <laughs> no people to Dallas to last year. Yeah. I do enjoy though. Brian did send me. So California. <laughs> Dallas FC was it Dallas FC? Oh, it was Dallas. Austin. It was it was Austin FC posted about playing Dallas FC, and it was the best goddamn like poster for a game ever. And it was Austin FC versus Big Hair and bad Mexican food, <laughs> and that's all it and then, said. And then Dallas FC responded with like, 
better barbecue and what else? I no, Whoa. it was bullshit. Dallas oh wait, no, better no, barbecue. no, no. It was else. it was Austin FC said it was better barbecue versus big hair and bad Mexican food. Dallas had no response to my to my knowledge uh, because Dallas is like we're Toyota Stadium, Toyota International, and then just do two <laughs> thumbs up and they're like. Don't fucking hate us, and that's all they do. We have the the Amer- the United States Soccer uh, Museum here. Thumbs up, guys, and that's it. Because the, they want no part of. Fu- they just want money and tourism in Plano. That's, that's all absolutely. they fucking want. Or it's, Frisco. Ca- it's kind of funny because the 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 Austin uh, Austin FC crowd they're just so really wanting like in state rivals. And the rest of the in-state rivals are just like, yeah, we're just here for the money. Yeah, like, no, no. <laughs> if you think FC Dallas is ever going to get in a fucking, like, an advertising, like, uh, war, then that's never going to happen. Like, do they well, have I just the- feel like Austin is just going to draw a shit ton of fans then. Like, yes, and the as well that- they should. Like, here's the deal. Frisco, Frisco, Texas is a really great place for people from Oklahoma to come down. It's a really good place for people from Waco to come up. And uh, a place for people in Dallas who are wanting to entertain folks from other parts of the country can take their uh, can take their, their 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 people. That's it. They are fucking are they good at, at soccer? No, they're fucking not. Are they like good at advertising? No, because Toyota's involved and they're never gonna say anything that's ever gonna be controversial. Ever. Like and it's Frisco, so they're already white as fuck. So they have to watch wow. themselves. Here's the only thing that I've ever learned from that part of Frisco: don't ever go to Blue Coos Cantina because one time that we went there, right next to the stadium, I swear to Christ, Blue Goose Cantina is is a cantina. Okay, it's a Tex-Mex restaurant. Went there. Uh, they gave us ragu in a bowl when we asked for chips and salsa. Okay, I shit you not, it was marinara sauce in a bowl. Okay, we left there with a horrible experience. We we you know, told some people who we know who know some things about Frisco in particular. Turns out uh that Blue Goose Cantina, which is now shut down, uh was also on the watch list for two things. Human trafficking. No, one uh copying people's credit cards okay anytime that people would come in there and and rack up a pretty large bill the servers would just do a fucking old impression of the credit card and uh in their apron and uh you know a little skim off the top and the other thing that they would do is that they would pour well liquor in top shelf bottles and sell it you know that that thing is so dumb right like it, your yeah. margins are so fucking large. If you on anything on yes. any liquor that you're pouring, like what are you doing at this point? And also, Frisco. I don't know if you ever. I mean, you've ever eaten out in Frisco. I almost said eating out in Frisco with Parker on the cast. That's gonna that's gonna be a problem. Uh, if you've ever dined in Frisco, <clears throat> you understand that the people you're you're muted, Parker. I know you had a, a good quip there. No, I'm better than that. I wouldn't have gone for that low of hanging fruit. You're winking. Your eye is twitching or you're winking. I don't know. Either way. No, it's been a while, but I'm better than that. Okay. All right. So if you're dining out in Frisco, you know that the people who are also dining out in Frisco are fucking, they're pretty well loaded. Okay. They know what top shelf alcohol tastes like 
seven times out of ten. I'm going to give them a 30% variant here. So if you pour them fucking Stobieski in a goddamn Grey Goose bottle, they're going to know the difference. If you give them Montezuma in a Patron bottle, they're going to know the difference. Yeah, I mean, If you give them Kentucky Deluxe in a fucking Buffalo Trace, Bullet, they're going to know the difference. Yeah, that's unfortunate. So, okay, Parker, I think we've got time for a couple grinds my gears, and then I think it's time to... Oh, yeah. Mm. Okay. Okay. You want to hit me with it, Brian, or are you... Oh, yeah, no, I was sitting retired? there, I was listening like I was listening on the fucking podcast like an asshole. I was like, you, Parker's going to hit with a grind yeah, that's, that's what eight younglings will do to you. Hold on. Come on now. We got it. We we have a board manager out here. I'm, I'm I've not... got I'm up to 9. I just got to hold on. Let me do this. Parker, tell me what's going to get you all fired up. <laughs> okay. I know that I've said this before, but I I think. I mean, we've been doing this for so fucking long. I've surely I've said this before, but the ass gaskets in bathrooms. No, you haven't said that before. The what? Ask. No, sorry. The little toilet bowl seat protector. Ass little. ass gaskets. That's, that's what I a, call them. That's what you okay. It's a. Yes. I mean, that, that's a very literal message. Yeah. yeah I, I, okay. So They're fucking terrible. <laughs> they don't work. You try to apply one, and then like one one leg of it falls into the water, and then you lost a soldier. And you got to throw another one on there, and then like they just stick like, your okay, ass. I'm just going back to square one, 1993 style. They just put three or four things of toilet paper on each side. Well, okay, hold on. Why why are we doing this? Like we we why are now know? in the hold on. We are now in the post COVID, currently no, active COVID world. Okay, no. and hold on. Put some sanitizing wipes on the back of the fucking whatever and just let me grab one and yeah, sanitize my bowl okay. and then i'll wipe it down with the toilet paper and i'll sit my ass right on the fucking bare yeah uh, okay toilet I, seat. and i agree with that yes yeah, so i would much rather a san uh sanit- like clorox wipes right there than mm-hmm. trying to mess with that ass gasket that doesn't fit it doesn't you know, work like it just like sticks to your ass bowl. Exactly, and then, and yeah, then if, if you sit on, on it, you're like gonna get up, and you're like, "Oh god, now uh, I gotta pull this shit off." You gotta, yeah, yeah it's, they're just terrible. They don't work. They're they fucking half the time they rip trying to get them out of the holder. Agreed. And then I just end up throwing them in there as a splash pad to protect myself from splashback. Yeah, absolute worst solution to a problem that is honestly not the biggest problem. Like there are simpler solutions to what they're doing. Yeah. Yeah. Printing entire so, toilet bowl fucking mache paper. So you know what they it. need to do? Put yeah, advertising on like, the ass gaskets. I think they get they they're missing out on an entire line you know what? of shit. NBLB well, should. Them, <laughs> oh, sorry, that would require them to be more than half apply because you can't print anything on half ply. NBLB ass gaskets. That's what we're gonna. <laughs> That's where we're gonna get our advertising dollars toward. Crowd, crowd is loving that thousand dollar idea right there. <laughs> it's at a, least right. hundred. It's a dozen dollar idea. While we're on the bathroom subject, um, I hate whenever uh, paper towels dispensers, like the automatic ones, especially, um, automatically feed and like the towel that you're supposed to now paper towel that you're supposed to wash your hands with is actually like. 
halfway embedded into the trash can that mm. is below it, full of other trash and waste and whatever. You're just like, oh, great. I'm going to use that one. Yeah, I'll I tend to catch that it. I'll throw it and then grab the other one before it has time to catch the trash can. That's what I was going to say. I tend to grab it before it hits the old dumpster mm-hmm. because I feel well, the but same the way. Ones, yeah. The ones that are already automatically fed out, you're like, oh, oh. there's a hypodermic syringe in there that should have been gone in the sharps container but it's <laughs> can we can we speak to can we speak to the fact and i think that actually is a throwback to your austin visit is um if you're gonna have a hazard material fucking basket in a bathroom mm-hmm. uh, maybe just check to see if the top is still properly attached <laughs> once a day yeah. maybe twice a day um you're dealing Absolutely. with people, 99% of them are diabetes patients and they don't want to fuck around with getting, you know, sharp needles in their, they're already, in they're getting paper enough of skin. those. <laughs> yeah, they're getting enough of those. Um, yet, <clears throat> Parker went to two establishments in this town where their hypodermic needle, needle shit was broken. Like, mm. they had, the cap was not on yeah. correctly. Uh, no. One had, didn't have a cap. Uh, come on, like it's not that difficult. I'm sending it right now in the thread, Brian. This was at like seriously, my four-year-old's level. Like could reach up and over into this fucking sharp. Oh my no god! The There's no lid <laughs> on the top of just a <laughs> container full of needles. <laughs> at a diner down the street from Frank's house, which was delicious, by the way. But mm-hmm. um, yeah. Quasi concerning. That's <laughs> fucking horrifying. Yeah, no. Uh, no, the 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 picture that he just sent is uh, of a, a sharps container, so a plastic you know container that's supposed to have a screw on lid that's got like a one way valve in it. Uh, but it's at uh, you think of a chair rail, so at about like what three feet. Yeah, uh, that it's hanging at that height. Like that's that's rough, man. Man, are we even gonna? Address the fact that the entire enclosure that is metal looks to be just tetanus heaven. Uh, well, yeah, I was gonna say I, I see. I give grace when it comes to that because there's some. Wow, wow! I didn't look close enough because it's all fucked up. It's all fucked out. That bracket's all fucked out. If you could yeah. see a bracket that's fucked out holding up a sharps container full of hypodermic needles, <laughs> leave. This one's leave, fucked out. Leave right away. Uh, yeah, no, it doesn't. It doesn't look safe. It doesn't look. Unlike what the name of it says, secure it. It doesn't look secure at all. No, it's definitely not. It's definitely not. Uh, no. All right, <clears throat> bro. Well, I I think I I hit my limit. This is the most I think I've ever consumed on a single podcast. Shit, you sound fine. Do I? I? That's neat because uh, I am. Let me count it out. Uno, dos, tres, cuatro, cinco, cinco seis, cinco. ocho, nueve. You got to say cuatro, cinco, cinco, seis. Well, here's the issue. Here, That's I've been, how we count an offspring. I've been, I've been drinking uh, Shiner Bohemian Black Lagers for quite some time now. Brian. Brian. Yeah. It's kind of hard not to get along today. No. I think you're pretty cute, but... I want you to go back and listen to anyway. li- listen to that that album. I think and, you're trying too hard, but it's just not it. 
Yeah, no. Here's the deal. That album is problematic in 2021. Go yeah, back. For sure. Yeah, it's fucking terrible. No the Offspring it. should definitely not have been a band. I, I I thought the same thing. I was playing a song for Mrs. Brian and uh, the, hey, the hey, little hey. Brian. Things are things. We learn from things. Uh, yeah, and then we move ahead. Yeah, hey, we don't listen. have to keep repeating things. We can just say, yeah, probably distasteful in today's day and age. And I agree. Yeah, the Offspring have... Uh, left a lot to be desired. Now, on the other hand, Limp Biscuit super valid. Hey, actually, like legit. I feel, I feel, I feel validated uh, as yeah. a as a Limp Biscuit former and current Limp Biscuit fan. Yeah, dude's fine. Yeah, no, uh, not much, not much to be angry about. Not much. I, there's a few things, but he's yeah, corrected but he's it over time. Yeah, they they've made adjustments, you know, and that's yeah. that's what you can ask. Anyway, um, yeah. So uh, I will leave on this as we play out. Didn't mean to play that, but we're playing it. Um, the uh, video podcast that I did with Rob from the internet uh, from Toronto, uh, that that episode will be up sometime in October. So hopefully we can have him on uh, before the podcast goes up. He has about a, it's about a two month wait period, which makes, makes sense. Uh, know, hold on. Wait, the dude's like recording two months ahead of time. It is. He is because he asked for, for volunteers the first time he got four volunteers period the second time he got 30 something volunteers uh and everybody came through with the recordings instead of like what he happened what happened last time like 10 people messaged him and then only four people came through so this time 30 something people messaged and all 30 of us came through so yeah okay so it's a a straight up interview podcast yeah, it's an interview. We talk, we, but we talk about a style of beer. Uh, so we talked about Schwartz beer or Schwartz beer, which we talk Schwartz. about on the podcast. Uh, Rob apparently was a fucking native German speaker until he was like ten years old or something. I don't know. It was I got got a little education, uh, but it's all it's all on that podcast, which is fun. Uh, I did have one moment where my camera froze for about three minutes in this pose right here. Where I'm literally holding my finger, like making a fucking point, eyes all crazy. Uh, so look forward to that on the podcast when it goes up on YouTube. Uh, but for everyone else, uh, thank you for joining us on this episode and all episodes of No Beer Left Behind. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe to never miss an episode. Uh, for Brian here in North Texas. Until next time, I am out. Oh my goodness. Sorry I had to uh, depart there earlier uh, during the GMG session. Uh, Real quick hitter here. Charlie horses in the middle of the night are the fucking worst ever, ever. That grinds the shit out of my gears. They are terrible for Parker in Tulsa, Oklahoma. I love you guys. I'm out. Absolutely agree on that. Um, Nothing more uncomfortable than being woken up by a cramp. Uh, quite frankly, I think being just cramps in general suck. Uh, especially when you get older, they get more intense. You know, like they seem to come from this deep seated like nature where it's just like, oh, this is about to be two minutes, motherfucker. <laughs> Instead of like when you were younger, you're like, oh, it's a cramp. Let me just move my limb. And no, 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 brother. You wait. That shit just comes from this deep seated like hatred for your body that uh <clears throat> you're gonna be sitting there like talking to people normal and then all of a sudden you'll be like ah!
god, okay, I'll see you guys in a minute, maybe two, because I need to go walk in a specific way that always looks terrible. Uh, you got some like duck walking shit going on there. Uh, yeah, no, it's it's awful. It's awful. Like you need it. Like it, the worst part about cramps is the specificity of the muscle. It's like, oh no, you got to like contort your body this way and extend it that way to be able to extend it. Okay, I'm out.